the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Danny Carter. Thank you and welcome to Joe Canan Field at Hawkins Stadium tonight. The Manatee Hurricanes will play host to the Kissimmee Osceola Cowboys. Two teams that are very, very familiar with one another, having played each other the past two years in round one of the playoffs. The Hurricanes come into this game with a 4-3 and three record, winning four consecutive games in a row. Kissimmee Osceola comes in at 6-1 and one and have won five consecutive games. But before we go too much further, we do have rain, and right now we are currently under a lightning delay. However, we will continue with the Shake Pit countdown to kickoff a pregame show. We're going to cover a variety of different things, games that are going on around the area, a couple games that will affect us. We'll talk about the playoff scenarios that are starting to take shape now as we get close to the end of the season, as well as we will hear from Coach Yusef Shakir about tonight's football game as well. So... Uh, we got a couple of different things we'll we'll get to. We'll get with Gene Brown, who is not down on the field. He's hiding out up here somewhere in the press box, so I don't blame him. It's uh, raining. I wouldn't get down there either. So uh, we're going to take a quick timeout. We come back. We'll talk with Gene, Chad, and Eddie as long as uh, Kevin Van Ostenbridge will join us later in the broadcast. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick GMC. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRoster. President Trump is naming 57-year-old Dan Brulette, the Deputy Energy Secretary, to replace Rick Perry, who is leaving the post at the end of the year. Senators are rushing to educate themselves ahead of a high-stakes impeachment battle as soon as next month. The prospect of holding impeachment hearings has even seasoned senators running around like interns trying to get up to speed on the rules. Only twice before has the Senate held impeachment hearings for a president. Only a handful of those now serving took part in the Clinton impeachment trial, in which he was found not guilty, in 1999. Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana says he's ordered his own copy of the white paper on impeachment from the Congressional Research Service, a document that's, in his words, probably in great demand right now. Bob Agnew reports. State Department's completed its internal investigation into Hillary Clinton's use of private emails. 38 people violated. 
Democrats and face disciplinary action. This is SRN News. Are you looking to get a great price on a new Buick, GMC, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used car you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that is second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. And I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over a half century ago, we have been proud to be part of this community. So for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West and Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC, where we treat you like family. Coastal Orthopedics proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. With offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics, keeping you in the game. As a five-time Super Lawyers Magazine top Florida attorney, longtime Hurricanes football supporter Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. With expertise in personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie calls on an innate passion for helping people and extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Offices at 701 Manatee Avenue West, Suite 104, downtown Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104, or MulockLaw.com. Heroes can be veterans, teachers, ministers, or mechanics. And Florida Southern is taking your nominations in our annual Roofs for Heroes campaign. Tell us the story of your hero, and they could win a brand new roof. If the wind makes the palm trees sway, we're here to nail it and make your day. Three generations, yeah, we're here to stay. We're Florida Southern. Details online. Florida Southern Roofing. FloridaSouthernRoofing.com. Tonight, periods of rain and a thunderstorm with a low 74. Tomorrow, rather cloudy and breezy. Periods of rain and a thunderstorm in the morning, followed by a shower thunderstorm around in the afternoon with a high 84. Tomorrow night, mainly clear, warm and humid with a low 75. Sunday, humid with clouds and occasional sunshine and a high 85. And Monday, partly sunny with a couple afternoon showers and a high 86. I'm Gregory Patrick. That's your exclusive Accurate Forecast on AM 930, The Answer. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Welcome, everybody, back to the Shake Pit Countdown to Kickoff. Danny Carter along with Chad Choate, Eddie Mulock, and Gene Brown here with the pregame report. And it's raining out right now. We are under currently under a lightning delay. We will see how long it takes before we finally get back on the clock. But uh, we got to wait 30 minutes from the last strike within eight miles of here. And... Uh, I'm not real sure how far away it is. Uh, Coach Chris, uh, well, I call him, I've always called him Coach Chris Peters next to us over here. He's kind of keeping an eye on things. And they'll, they'll give us a good idea. Gene Brown is uh, out and about in the elements a little bit. So, uh, Gene, what you got? Yeah, we should have started this game at 6.30, and we might have got in close to a half. But um, other than that, it's raining, and I haven't seen any lightning. So it's it's a little bit more than eight miles away, hopefully, in uh it's the delay that's holding us up, but if it goes, keeps going the way it's going, I hope we get started by, you know, 8 o'clock or so is what I would guesstimate, but it's raining pretty steady right now. That's not overly hard, though. It's not nothing like we saw when we played at Palmetto in week two. <laughs> that's true, and, this, this, and Palmetto's field was already wet because we had a bunch of rain to begin with. This is brand-new rain, and our field, I was looking at it yesterday when we fed the team uh, Mission Barbecue yesterday, so that was a great... Uh, great 
time, and Mission Barbecue had done our press box earlier in the year and um, made us a great deal to feed the team. We, Danny and I made about 140-some sandwiches. Yes, and, sir. Uh, kids loved it. And I was looking at the field, and I'm thinking, for all the home games we've had, our field is in great shape. We hadn't had any rain games yet, um, unfortunately. And due to the weather tonight, it looks like, you know, once we get this game in, hopefully the field will hold up. One of the biggest things, though, we got to get it well for that first home playoff game that I'm anticipating. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's a great segue that, you know, going into the playoffs. And let's talk a little bit about that. And, you know, when you take a look at where the standings sit right now, the Hurricanes are in a great position. Currently sit in the four spot. But, hey, listen, wipe that four spot out because, unfortunately, the way the FHSA has things laid out, Chad, it's the, the district champ is going to be in the top four. And, unfortunately for us, that puts Gulf Coast there. But with a win tonight, if this game gets played, a win tonight, a win next week will put us in the top four and could ultimately vault us to number two. Yeah, no, and, and I'll be honest with you. I mean, you know, if Venice wins tonight and then we beat them and, and you know, next week in a huge basically for the district championship and they win their last I mean, we could potentially maybe even see a bump to, to really close number two. And then even, you know, we'll see what Palm Beach Lakes does the rest of the season. But uh, here's what I like about the playoff, the, the way it is right now with these RPI rankings. It brings more interest into it. And, and you know, Tuesday at 2 o'clock, they're released. And everybody is kind of, I know at least I am, I'm waiting for that, that 2 o'clock, you know, time to hit and see what the RPI rankings are and see what, what we've done and moved up in the past couple weeks. And so it's exciting. I mean, it, there's no there's no question. It's brought some more excitement to the playoff race. Um but it all comes down to next week. You know what I mean? I mean, bottom line is you win the playoff, you win the district, you're in. So let me explain a few things about the RPI. The RPI takes into account not only your own record, it takes into account your opponent's records, and it also takes into account your opponent's opponent's record. So there's it's a 50%, 30%, 20% that compiles this all up. So when we look at things across the board, right now Palm Beach Lakes is the number one team in our region as far as the RPI at a .72. Following by Pinellas Park at a .620. The interesting part about those two teams, neither one of them has secured the number one spot. Pinellas Park probably sitting in the best spot of anybody as they they get ready to play uh, East Lake coming up. Uh, they got Sickles in the East Lake. There's probably no reason they're going to lose either one of those games. Should get the one spot out of that district. Palm Beach Lakes looks to be better than everybody else. They have to play Dwyer. Dwyer lost last week to Martin County 22-21. to It is a very interesting deal. Dwyer, notoriously a very powerful school. Yeah. They're 2-4, and 1-1. One and one. There is no rhyme or reason right now. It's, it's about as close as watching the NFL take on things right Absolutely. now. You not don't a huge, know. Not a huge parity between no. them. And, and, and Palm Beach Lakes has to play you know, Dwyer and Martin County. They could lose both those games. And if they do... Um, you know their points. They're they're at point seven two or at at point six zero. They could possibly drop Correct. pretty significantly. And if we were to win out tonight, hopefully getting the game in, we beat Venice to be district champs, and then we Miami Jackson. We, I mean, there there may be a chance, and you know, obviously it's a lot of numbers to to crunch, but there may be a chance that we could be number one. Well, you go from a point. 
604. That's where Manatee sits right now. So there's 604. The Venice is at 611. Bottom line is it comes down to the next week. The winner is in in the top four regardless of what happens. A win tonight, a win over Venice, then puts you in position to bypass a Pinellas Park at a point six two zero. I don't know that anybody catches Palm Beach Lakes. I'm pretty much, uh, yeah, I'm safe to say that they've secured the number one spot. Here is the interesting part when you look at it. And the part that I don't like, the system, the way it's set up with district champions automatically are in. When you look at Gulf Coast at a point four six nine, here's the seventh place team is a point five four zero. That's they're nowhere they're below close. the seven. Absolutely, and yes. they'll get the four seed and a home game, and and that was one thing. And you know, I saw Ken Burton earlier in the week and over at Palmetto, and, I, and 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 that was one thing we discussed is how can a district champion we could potentially be almost point thirty above Gulf Coast, but have to travel down to Naples, and then if we if we were to happen to win that first game, have to travel back down to Palm Beach Lakes. It, it just you know. There's some tweaking and, and and it's all new and it'll get so tweaked sure again next tweak. year. This year you I, I, got the opponents' opponent stuff. So here's here's how I feel that you you fix the problem. And and I think there's a couple of huge issues that go on in the FHSAA in the way things are done right now. So when you go back to correct this, a district champion. All right, I'll give you if you win your district, you're in. However, when it's all said and done, you reseed based on where the RPIs are. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. Yeah, now all of a sudden, Gulf Coast becomes an 8 seed. They're going to travel over to play Pinellas Park. Take away this, I'm a district champion, I'm always at home. No, you're not. We're going to go on the RPI, and that's how you judge going forward, and I think that would make things a little bit more even. My last ticket to the whole thing is I don't believe in the system we currently have of having 4A to 8A, which if no one's really looked at the playoff situation, the playoffs end with the semifinals end the weekend of the uh, it's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That's it. Then there is a week off, and then the state championship games. Yeah, I don't like that. I like the fact that you continue to play. It's great if you get somebody injured, and I also don't like – the neutral location. I think that you go back to the old days and you send it to the team with the greatest RPI, whoever's highest, and that's where you go. And I agree. And here's my other thing about it, too. When you get to the final four, it's based on RPI. So yeah. the best RPI will play the fourth best, and that's where they're going to take off to instead of being stuck in the same region, which then alleviates the fact for Venice, Manatee, anybody down here in the south that has to go play St. Thomas Aquinas every year. It's yeah. a joke. And we're obviously putting a lot of emphasis on the RPI. So if we're going to do that, we might as well rank them that way. Right. So I agree with you. Have the district champ be in. You're, you're one of the going to be one of the eight. But that doesn't mean you're one of the first four. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that. I say, look, if we're going to put RPI at, at what it is and how you schedule, you're going to have to make some of these teams, especially in that district, that 7-8 district 11 with Gulf Coast, Lehigh, Riverdale, and Northport, you got to go schedule some big boys. You know, you got to go schedule some guys who are going to give you, you know, maybe an 8-2, and 9-1, and 10-0 record because you need to get the RPI up, you know. Um, it's it's. I don't know if you ever make it perfect, you know. Um, and, and, Gene, I don't know what your thoughts are with it, but I just I don't know if you ever make a perfect system. No, you but don't. But, but think about this. Palm Beach, Beach Lakes this year is the only team that this could happen to, but they could really lose one game, be 9-1, and one, and be a fifth or higher seed and have to travel everywhere with a 9-1 and one record and the high RPI just because you lost 
that wrong game at the wrong time and you didn't win the district championship. Now, with the rest of us, there's a lot of losses, so it kind of all plays in with that. But, yeah, no, I agree with you on the RPI. If we're going to put so much weight in the RPI, then we need to really judge the weight of the district championship of a team that could be 2-8. and eight when it comes down to a district champ. And that's what they tried to eliminate a few years ago was a district champ being 2 and 8 and getting all the home games against teams that were 8 and 2, 9 and 1 because they lost the one district game. Well, let's throw out something very interesting. So let's go back to Palm Beach and Lakes in their in their district. Let's say that they go this tonight and lose to Dwyer, all right? Mm-hmm. Let's just go out on a limb. They lose that game. Dwyer then in turn wins next week, right? They beat Seminole Ridge. They win the district. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And you got you got a and team that's four and, four and six, four and, six yeah. Yeah. and you got a team that's nine and one that is going to make the playoffs. But they should be, you know. And again, I don't say play them, put them right in there to play Dwyer right. again. And by the way, so everybody, un- yeah. But so everybody understands. Currently, Palm Beach sits with a .721 RPI. Dwyer is a point four zero nine. Now, yes, with those two wins, they're going to jump. They're not catching seven two zero. No, no, they're not. And, yeah. and and so Palm Beach could be the the runner up and make the playoffs and not have a home game, and and they're still point probably about point seven zero, maybe point six eight in the in the rankings in the RPI. It, to me, if you're going to use RPI and that's what you're going to do, then let's do it. You know. Now, if you really want me to shake it up and make it the way I think it really should be in Give this world. Me. Here's what you do. You have your regions. You take away district play altogether. I don't care what your district is. Right. It's thrown out the window. These teams are in your region. Now go play whoever you want to play, and the team that's at the top in the RPI, that's how we set it. One through it, just like yeah. a ranking. And yeah. uh, Do away, do away with district play. I, I'm done with it. I don't think it has a whole lot because, in my opinion, districts left a long time ago when you really don't have rivalries. They change every two to four years, right. and it's really not keeping the same guys playing each other. Well, And you go look at the interest. A lot of this stuff had to do with – with the FHA, the FHSA wanting to create interest, create this show that, that they've done, that, you know, and they've done they've that. done that with the RPI. So, yes. so you know, a lot of it has to do with if we're going to create that interest, great, let's create it, let's create it for the whole thing, and not just hey, the district champs. I, I just I don't see you know you go back to look at volleyball. Our volleyball team didn't even play Venice. Didn't even play Palmetto this this year in their district until the district championship. You know the, the playoffs. So. And baseball, I think, is like that. Baseball the same way coming up. Like you don't have to play. You don't have to play your district right. team. So, you know, and I know we can't have a district tournament, you know, like those those other sports do. But, but again, I don't understand the district tournament. It's only to crown somebody to put in your top four, which I think is I, I think it's a wrong situation. I don't think that creates or, or solves your problem. I think ultimately you're creating a big arg- bigger argument than you had to begin with. If yeah. you're not going to have district play, you don't have a district tournament. Bottom line is this. I know that when the FHSA sets themselves up in certain venues and, and, the, and the city's giving them X number of dollars, and I'm sure it's a, a pretty good amount, but when you look at that stadium and you don't have anybody in it, that's kind of not the way you want high school football to be. In my personal opinion, you go back to where you played. The championship's got to go. You have one of the home schools. You have the excitement. People get ready to go to it. I mean, I've, I've seen it here multiple times yeah. here at Hawkins Stadium. Right? I mean, yeah, it's, it was awesome. How, how great was it when? 
when uh, I wasn't uh, old enough to, to remember, but I know the story. 85. When it was, yeah, Southeast and Manatee both hosted a state championship. Oh, game, yeah. Right? Gina and I both city. saw it. it was like, I was here. Yeah, I, I actually, in the same city, you know? I drove in from North Carolina and got left early so I could be back. <laughs> right. I mean, um, what kind of excitement does that create for your community? Well, and, an interesting part about that is, too, that the, both of those coaches, Matt, Coach Meckley and Coach Canan, had actually discussed at one point in time about moving one of the games to Saturday. The reality was they finally just came to the decision, we're going to play on Friday night, and both places were completely Packed. sold out. There was no – you couldn't get into one or the other anymore. Yeah. And it was an awesome situation. And, and now you just don't have that. I think you take away from the feel of true high school sports when you go into a facility that seats way more than what you're putting in there. And it honestly, it doesn't look good. It's like watching the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, the bottom line is you force everybody to the lower level because you can't show everything from the outside because nobody's there. Yeah. Uh, you know, those are just a couple of my opinions. Uh, whether they're right, whether they're wrong, I don't know. But uh, and I'm sure the FHSA will make changes in this RPI system year after year after year until they get something that's going to fit for everybody, or at least be the best case scenario. They're close. They're very, very they close. close. I they, think are. they are close. I like it. They've they've created excitement. Unfortunately, it's not perfect. And and I, as you said, I don't think there's a perfect system, but we're getting much, much closer. So, listen, we're going to take a quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll talk about other games in the area whether they're playing or not i don't know we're going to find out but uh we'll talk about other local games going on and we also hear from head coach yusef shakir down the road in this shake pit countdown to kick off you're listening to manatee hurricane football presented by conley buick gmc Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Home and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor for over 40 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end. Depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at CostantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop. Costantino Body Shop. They say life is better on the water, where the only measure of time is the disappearing tide and the sound of fishermen returning from a long day's work. That's where you'll find Swordfish Grill, nestled along the quiet Gulf Coast in Florida's oldest fishing village. This is a place to relax, to unwind, and enjoy freshly caught seafood. They say life's better on the water. We couldn't agree more. Swordfish Grill and Tiki Bar, located in Cortez, Florida's oldest fishing village. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base. Like digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, they need to find your business, not the competition. Your contact information needs to be accurate and all over the web. You need the right tools to turn visitors into leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at SurroundSarasota.com. SurroundSarasota.com. Connecting you with new customers. AM 930, The Answer. Online at am930theanswer.com. 
We welcome everybody back to the Shake Pit Countdown to Kickoff. Uh, a little quick update. We are still currently under a lightning delay. We have not cleared our first official 30 minutes of that. We will keep you updated as we know things. Uh, and we'll check into it when we go into the next break. So when we come out of the uh, interview with Coach Yusef Shakir, we'll know more at that point in time. But uh, if I had to be a guessing man right now, and I'm not good with time, you know, Chad's been pretty spot on with this stuff, so I'm gonna let you make the decision. Um, I, I really, I, I haven't seen any other lightning since, but we, we passed the 7:20. 7:20 was the first 30 minute, and and we're two minutes past that. That was the first 30 minute break. So there must have been another hur- hurricane. There must have been another lightning strike since then. My question is this: Is it what we see, or is it what we get off of radar? Yeah, and I think it's off of radar. radar. So and that's, and that's where they're that's where they're ranging all this stuff. So. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out as things go along. There were other games that have been affected by this. I know Braden and Christian's game was canceled this evening uh, due to the lightning. I also want to go out and say something to a good friend of mine, Gary Scott. He was heading up the uh, DeSoto crew in their golf tournament. It has been canceled and rescheduled. Unfortunately, I will not be able to attend when they rescheduled. It will be November 30th. And that is the Florida Florida State game. There's not a shot in God's green earth I'm showing up for anything but a <laughs> Florida game. game. <laughs> There's no way you could get me to go to a golf tournament on that one. So, But anyways, that has been uh, rescheduled as well. Unfortunately, weather has affected a lot of things in the area. So I see the coaches from uh, Kissimmee Osceola slowly making their way out. So they're starting to walk around on the field and things. So we'll find out here soon enough. But let's start talking about some uh, other games locally that have been affected. We know Southeast game got moved up southeast was playing palmetta tonight the tigers on a roll and personally for me i know that uh one member of my broadcast crew will not agree with me but i need palmetta to win and i want them to win and win big and uh eddie i know you don't see it that way do you well actually i i pull for palmetta <laughs> except when they play us yeah okay i'm just making sure i know yeah. i pulled for him the a week or so ago no. you did you were like nah i don't want him to win. hey listen i know the way the rpi is set up and i know you understand it as well too we need them to win as long as they keep winning it helps us out too no, but to wise. be honest i just don't care for the head coach for the things he said and how he talked to our kids on the sidelines during ball games when we played them and i i've never really been able to f- forget that all right well wait a minute i think gene's got us an update on what's going on gene yes we're off lightning delay and we're hoping to get this game going in about 10 plus minutes all righty that sounds good i like it very very good i'm g i'm g right now in st francis they're playing oh they're up uh, there though no that is true yeah yeah well it's cold but they're not under this yeah I mean, my God, do you not know where people are at? What are you doing? It says at, all right? But the, the, do I need to help you with the varsity thing? team is, is, is home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here playing. we go. Now he skated out of that one. Yeah. Oh, there we go, Gene. What do you think? See? You yeah. like how he works that one? He want to get his grandfather back up here to explain that. Yeah, I'll tell you what. The at and the verse? Yeah. Hey, what listen, he's let me down in a few different categories already this, tonight before uh, we got here. So I've, I've had a long conversations. Keep inviting him to come over and watch the games with us. Oh, I'll be there sooner or later no show guy that's what he's been 
<laughs> yeah. So let's see. Uh, outside of that, Palmetto Southeast. Who else we got? Uh, really, I don't know that there's anything else other than Coco well, has Venice. come across the I state. I think Coco Venice Dennis. is going to be. I mean, to me, Coco is obviously a, a powerhouse, and they've been for for many many years. And coming to Venice, that's going to be a that's going to be a game. I mean, Venice could. I think Coco probably wins that. They had a bye week last week, so you got they got two weeks to prepare for Venice. Um, I know they got to travel over here, and, and it's a it's a good bus ride and all that. I think Coco probably beats them fourteen points or more. To be honest with you. All right, well, gentlemen, the uh, both teams have come out. Gene, again, one more time, update our listeners so they know when to get back in here. The lightning delay has cleared, and we're hoping to get the game started in 10-plus minutes. All righty, so you heard that. We're going to take a timeout. When we come back, you're going to hear from head coach Yusef Shakir. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Ferkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Ferkins Automotive Group has a great selection of new cars, featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Mitsubishi. And don't forget that Ferkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Ferkins has been family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Ferkins Automotive Group on 1st Street in Bradenton or go online to Ferkins.com. That's Ferkins.com. Ferkins Automotive Group says go Canes. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and is ready to champion solutions for your employees' leasing needs. Everything from big business to small business, Howard Leasing covers it all. From payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. What gives one company the edge over another? Maybe it's not one thing. Maybe it's taking care of lots of things that help a business run smoothly. In other words, Cintas. Cintas has products that help your people stay safe and apparel programs that convey the right image. They service fire protection equipment, deliver and stock restroom supplies, and make sure facilities are clean and ready. Because when all those things work together, you're in business. Oh, I'm ready! Get Cintas and get ready for the workday. There's so much you can do with the Faith Talk app. Set alarms for your favorite programs. Check the weather. Follow Bill Bunkley's Twitter feed. And win $1,000. That's right, $1,000. Look for the survey notification via the Faith Talk app, our social media, and email. Take the survey, and you could win $1,000, which is yet another great thing you can do with the Faith Talk app. Download it today. This is Manatee Hurricanes football on AM 930, The Answer. Along with Manatee head football coach Yusef Shakir, this is Danny Carter. And last week, the Canes come off a big win over district rivals Sarasota Sailors, 52-14. to Improves the Canes record to 4-3 and and 2-0 and in the district. That's four straight wins. And, Coach, you got to be happy with the performance of your team overall in all aspects of the game. Definitely. So I'm so excited about the kids. They played hard, uh, played aggressively. We got two turnovers on defense. You know, we scored on defense. Uh, and then we played good in special teams. But they tried to fake punt on us, and we defended it very well. So I was happy. Then, of course, offensively, we were able to put up a lot of points. So I'm, 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 I'm always pleased. Then, of course, we made a field goal, too. So I just think we did a great job. The kids did a great job all the way around, just coming out, playing hard and playing physical and being aggressive. Yeah, looking back on that game, they came out, they moved the ball pretty effectively on us going down the field. 
As they moved the ball down the field, there was a little bit of concern. They were getting some guys open. They just kind of spread the field out and then made a couple adjustments, a few defensive stops. So you had to have been pleased with how uh, defensively we made the adjustments in order to get things taken care of. Uh, definitely so. You know, we had kind of been game planning for them to do some other. They had been doing some other things before in previous games. Uh, so we were kind of, the kids were kind of locked in on that. And so they were just a little bit, we didn't practice it as much because they didn't do it as much. We practiced it, but we just had to lock in. And once they saw it on film on the sideline, they saw where they were making their mistakes and they correct. So I always tell kids all the time, and I tell my coach all the time too, the team that always, you know, usually has a great season's team that not only the, can the players adjust, but the coaches see what's going on and adjust in game, make an in-game adjustment, especially in the big-time games you play. Well, let's stay on the defensive side of the football. So far through the last four games in this four-game winning streak, the defense has only allowed 11 points per game, uh, led mainly in part right now by Nathan Hyman leading the team in tackles. He's uh, recorded 10 tackles during the game. And also Jordan Alexis comes up with the uh, fumble recovery in the end zone. One thing that really stood out on that defensive side of the football was just the ability to slow down the Brian Batty in that running game. I thought we did a tremendous job. Oh, definitely. So uh, I think, you know, all season, really our front seven has really been, really our front four has really been very good for us all year long. We just have to make sure we, we um, on third downs, that's been a bizarre issue early in the year. So we just had to make sure we, we solidified that. But I think all season long that really our front did really has done a good job for us and resetting that line of scrimmage and controlling really a lot of our opponents run game. I'm glad you brought that up on third down. You get back the last two, even three games. Third down has been crucial, and y'all have done a tremendous, I mean, excellent job of getting off the field on third down. Yeah, the kids just took pride in it, and we practiced it. We practiced a third down period on Wednesdays, and they, and they saw the emphasis of it. Like I said, a lot of our kids at the beginning just didn't have experience, so they really didn't. You can tell people things, but until they experience and see how really important it is, then that's when they really take heed to it and really go through. You know, they say, I always say experience is the best teacher, so – we have been practicing and doing it, but when they saw it and they saw the how good we could really be, then they took pride and they really take, take they've created a signal for third down and everything. So they they really have taken pride and taken ownership of it. On the offensive side of the ball, through the four-game win streak, averaging 46 yards or 46 points per game. Uh, last week, Jaden Corbett and Jace Brzezowski hooked up four times, and and right now you got to look at Jaden Corbett and say, hey, you know what? We've got another receiver outside of Iron Jackson that has begun to really put himself out there in front and accelerate a little bit. Most definitely, uh, I think he's really separated himself uh, on his side of the field and really has become a threat. I think that's you. And you have receivers on two sides of the field. You really have to balance it up. And you got to start to think about, uh, I think the other component that really has helped us is, you know, of course, Napoleon and Tyson being back and being healthy. You know, the defenses have to decide do we want to put eight in the box. If they put eight in the box, you can't double both. You can double one guy. And that's what really kind of happened to us last day. They said, all right, well, we're going to try to take Iron Jackson away. Well, you know, now with an, another guy on the other side, we got a threat on the other side. And you know, also, you know, we, we have someone that can attack the middle of the field too. So with us, I, we, we're at a good place with being able to utilize our weapons. We just got to continue to just make smart decisions with the ball, not turn the ball over, uh, make sure we, we are fundamentally sound and still be physical on offense. If there's any concerns or really improvement that needs to happen so far, I'd say the running game really hasn't got to the level I know you'd like to see it at. I look at the overall just 
offensively so far every week it seems some new plays have been sprinkled in. I see a little bit more motion and that always seems to confuse the defense a little bit, get a couple of guys moving around. Definitely our kids are really evolving in our offense and you know Coach Green got here really at the end of summer so uh, we just really wanted to focus at the beginning of everything of just getting the fundamentals down and getting those things good because we didn't want to become a hodgepodge offense and well let's try this, let's try that, let's just get by. We wanted to really develop our offense and develop it and brick by brick and so we can build off of and build on top so it makes sure that the kids truly understand the overall concept of what we're trying to do. This week, Coach, you take on Kissimmee Osceola, a familiar team. You've met them the last two years. Osceola comes into the game 6-1 and one on a five-game winning streak. You're going to be faced against a couple of players that you're kind of familiar with, Davon Wells and Jerondi uh, Swint. Both of those guys are going to touch the football. Wells, of course, a quarterback, going to touch it every play, and uh, he's, he's kind of explosive and doesn't throw much. They only throw about six times a game. Yeah, but usually they big-time play because, you know, everybody just gets so focused on the run, and pass is a big-time passing play, so, uh, but they're definitely, they're exciting. Uh, they, they do a good job of getting that ball in the hand of their athletes, and like I say, they come out, they, they, they want to run the ball, and so it's a great challenge for us defensively, and of course, you know, offensively, because they have a very good defensive line also, always very, very well coached and very physical up front, uh, that's why they've always had a very successful program at Kissimmee. They pretty much dominated the teams they've played so far. You think you can spread them out a little bit and expose them? I would, that's what we're going to try and do, just try and get some of those guys out the box and not have them just be in there and just do a slug fest. We want to make sure that they, they have to defend the entire field. And last year was a great defensive effort by your team, a, you know, one of the best defensive efforts we've seen all last season, and hopefully they can do the same thing tonight. I definitely saw we have, like I said, they got like, we got a lot of kids back from last year, and they say they, they – they were talking all week about even they were telling the young guys, guys who didn't play, like, man, we got to come to play now. This thing going to hit fast. Y'all ain't never seen no wing tee like this. We got to be real disciplined. So a lot of the kids all week have really stayed on top of it. They really, uh, they've been so committed to their film work this week. I'm just so proud of them of how they worked and how they how they mentally, their, their mental game that they're really taking up to another level this week. So hopefully we can put the mental and the physical together tonight. Well, Coach, good luck tonight and go after win number five in a row. All right, thank you. Along with head coach uh, Yusef Shakir, we're going to take a timeout. We'll be back with more of the Shake Pit Countdown to kickoff. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick GMC. Are you looking to get a great price on a new Buick, GMC, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used car you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that is second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. And I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over a half century ago, we have been proud to be part of this community. So for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick, GMC, and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West and Bradenton. Conley Buick, GMC, where we treat you like family. Coastal Orthopedics proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. With offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics, keeping you in the game. York. 
Install with confidence. Hey, it's Mike Gallagher for AC Today. As you know, AC Today is the company I choose for my Florida home. If your air conditioning system isn't keeping up or it's broken down, right now is the best time to replace it. For a limited time, AC Today is providing up to $3,300 in discounts and rebates toward the purchase and installation of a new AC Today Optimum Home Comfort System. It's simple. You'll get a buyback credit for your existing system, additional manufacturer's rebate and incentives, plus 36 months, no interest financing. And for the first 20 customers, a complimentary 10-year parts and labor warranty. Just tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. It's a limited-time offer, so you better call now. 941-755-1336. 941-755-1336. Or visit actoday-fl.com. Call AC today, not tomorrow. 0% financing for 36 months. Approved credit only. Valid and prior installations. Discounts based on 2.5-10 systems. Some restrictions may apply. License number CAC 1.1700. Go Canes. Brown and Sons Funeral Home. Home and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your Manatee neighbor for over 40 years, the caring experts at Brown & Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown & Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. Among the rich and famous, there are places to see and be seen. Fashion Week in Paris, the red carpet on Oscars night, and the Manatee County Fair. That dress. You'll cause instant Instagram envy while enjoying thrilling rides and midway games, scarfing down deliciously decadent fair food, and strolling through craft and livestock exhibits. The 2020 Manatee County Fair, the place to see and be seen. January 16th to 26th. Details at manateecountyfair.com. The Constitution and the rule of law are under attack. Radical socialism, illegal immigration, racial divides, abortion, all threatening the bedrock of our nation as the far left wages war against America's soul. Join Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, and Dennis Prager for intelligent answers to these assaults on our nation. Don't miss the War for America's Soul tour with Hugh Hewitt. You know, if they were focused on the skyrocketing costs of prescription drugs, I think the American people might trust their presidential candidate. Mike Gallagher. Bombshell! Russia collusion! Bombshell! He's a racist! Bombshell! Here comes a reception! Bombshell! Ukraine! And he just keeps chugging along. And Dennis Prager. Was this senior U.N. environmental official a liar? I don't think so. I think he was a hysteric. Thursday, November 7th, at the Palladium in St. Pete, the War for America's Soul Tour. VIP opportunities available. Get your tickets today. The answer Sarasota.com. Sponsored by Autoglass America. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at CostantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop. Costantino Body Shop. AM 930, The Answer. Second half, but again, we've got a lot of different stuff going on. I mean, that wind down there right now is kicked up a lot. The rain wasn't so bad. It's kind of a miss, but we got some wind, don't we? It looked like it from the flags to me. We definitely have some wind, and the field, though, is fine. It's firm as can be. The rain didn't even puddle anywhere. And uh, but I, and I like this, though, that we get the ball, and they're going to kick it uh, with the wind. 
but we're going to have the wind in the second quarter. Very good. So the Canes will go on offense first. It'll be the Kissimmee Osceola Cowboys, a very familiar foe of the Hurricanes. They're in class 8A, District 6, or 6-1 and one of one five straight. They're under the direction of head coach Nick Doug Nichols. His 11th season with 114 wins, 23 losses in his career. They are 1-1 one and one against the Hurricanes. Two years ago, they beat Manatee in the first round over there. Last year, Manatee repaid the favor, knocked them off at Kissimmee Osceola. This will be the first time the Cowboys have been to Manatee High School. So... The kicker has the football. Let's see who we got kicking off tonight. They change kickers on a regular basis here. I've seen a couple different films, but I believe it is going to be Spencer Richards, the kicker. He's listed as 5'6". He looks a lot taller than 5'6". Back deep for the Hurricanes will be Tyreek Allen and Iron Jackson, and the wind blows the ball off the tee to start with here. So It makes sense to take the ball on the kickoff. That's been our strong suit for the last four games. You know, is our offense scoring lots of points, and so it makes sense to change that up. And I'm going to go out on a limb and tell you right now, we're going to take this ball to 20. This guy's got a pretty good leg. I watched a lot of kicks that he had earlier, and uh, he will bang it deep, if not out of the back of the end zone with that wind, and he gets his foot a low liner, and I'm going to lose money on that one. Tyreek Allen lets it roll through his legs. No, you're not. Into the end zone, it'll be a touchback. So I still win. How ugly, about that? Didn't look touchback. good. Ugly touchback. <laughs> yeah, you know, touchback nonetheless. It didn't look good, but it worked. (laughs) So the Hurricanes will come out on offense first. It'll be, let's set the uh, offensive line for Manatee. It'll be Charles Armstrong from left to right. Kiwan Hawthorne, Quentin Rome, Frankie Robinson, Derek Maurice. Jace Brzezowski will be calling the signals at the quarterback spot. He's 66-116 for 995 yards on the year, 57% completion, 18 touchdowns and four interceptions. Starting in the backfield behind him will be Tyson Phelps. Brzezowski takes a snap. He will hand it to Phelps up the middle, and he's got nothing going there. It'll be a loss on the play. He didn't even quite even get back to the line of scrimmage there. He's going to be a loss of one. Nothing for the Hurricanes there. It'll set up second down and 11. Up tempo. This time they're going to move things a little quicker. They're going to come in with the Jameel Williams checks in. We're going to have three receivers to the right, one to the left. Tyson Phelps will be in the backfield with Brzezowski off to his left. Jace takes a snap, drops back. He looks. He's going to fire an underneath pass to Iron Jackson, who's caught immediately. He gets a positive yard. We'll pick up two. It'll set up a third down and nine for the Canes. Yeah, some I saw in practice are putting Jameel, you know, the freshman running back, put him out there in, in the slot and, and maybe some blocking stuff. But, you know, you never know, get him the ball out in space and see what he can do. And I run right there, gain a chew, and brings up third and nine. We'll see what we got in the playbook. A little bit of confusion. We had an equipment problem there as Kewan Hawthorne had to come off the field. So we bring in a different guy on the offensive line. I'm not sure who checked in. It could have been, uh, could have been Meeks coming in. Three receivers to the left. Brzezowski takes a snap under pressure. He gets rid of it in and out of the hands. It actually was kind of deflected. It was intended for Jaleel Duncan. Uh, Good defensive play there by Daniel Cooper out of that defensive back spot. Got a hand on it as well, and that will bring on a punting situation for the Hurricanes. Yeah, they brought the house. Intercepted. Yeah, they brought the house. They're they're bringing everybody in. Good job by Jace kind of getting rid of it pretty quick. But And Duncan may have been there off to his back shoulder a little bit, but good job by Cooper there and and breaking that ball up and bringing fourth down for the Cowboys. Nick Bigelow will stand at his five-yard line awaiting the snap. 
36-yard average on the year. He gets the punt off into this stiff wind, gets it out across midfield. It takes a bounce and rolls a favorable roll into Cowboy territory down at the 43-yard line. Extra five yards we got there on the bounce. Pretty good punt against the wind right there. Yeah, not bad. You know, probably wet ball, but a little wet field. You saw Devon Stewart down there on the coverage slip a little bit as, as he was getting to the ball carrier. But defense got to come up now. Good field position for the Cowboys. Defense going to come up big. Hurricane defense will have a big task as set up against them. This is a very big offensive line. They run the wing tee. And they run it very effectively. Osceola will have Devon Wells, the same quarterback we saw last year. He's a senior, 5'11", 170. Rarely throws. He does about six times a game. And so Manatee's going to have to be disciplined tonight. On first down, they'll hand off on the sweep to the outside. He cuts inside. He's got some running room across. He picks up 10, maybe 11 yards. They're actually going to put it all the way out to the 40. You give him a 13-yard pickup. So first down on the first play, that was... Dwayne McGee. Dwayne McGee is leading all rushers here. 40 carries. That'll be his 41st. He had 413 yards on the ground this year. Four touchdowns. They went outside, you know. First down and 10 from the Manatee 40. The Cowboys hand off in the interior. This time he's met after he picks up his Justin Porter on the initial hit, but he'll pick up four before he's finally stopped. Roshan Dudley, the carrier. Yeah, it's what this offense does. They're, they're run, 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 and they'll pop a pass about 15 runs in, and we just got to be sound and disciplined on defense. Second down and six. Cowboys on the move. This time they will hand it off on the Jets. We plenty of running room. He's across the 30, across the 20 to the 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Cowboys. Oh boy, Never touched. Daniel Cooper, or I'm sorry, Geronde Swint was the carrier. Never touched all the way around the left side and could have walked it in from the 15 on. And Manatee just uh, give the Cowboys credit up front. A good job blocking and opened up the hole and off to the race as he went. It looked like we were a little late even lining up and. Um, you know, it shows, and they, they went to the side that, that Ron Harley's trying to get to and line up correctly, and, and you know, it's open. Wait for the point after in the snap. The hold is good, and the kick is good. It'll make it 7 nothing Cowboys with 9.46 to go in the first quarter. And General, all I can say about that is, is they came out ready to move the football. Manatee, you know, and by the way, we came with the same scenario last year, down 7 nothing early. Yeah, well, and listen, when we talked about this in the podcast, I know we had some technical difficulty, but the, the problem with this offense, and you, during the week of preparation, you really can't simulate this type of offense. No. And so it ta- it's going to take a couple series to really get how quickly they move, they pull their guards, the motion they do. So you can't simulate this on a scout team offense because they don't run this. I mean, there's very few teams in the state nowadays that run a double wing like this. So it's going to take us a little bit to get involved, especially the secondary. I thought that Mike Oliver may have had a chance to come down and make a play there, but he's also worried about that pop pass and, and, and going big. So it's going to take a little bit, I think, for us to uh, to adjust to it. Uh, but offensively now we got to get the ball and, and, and move some here and get our defense in a better field position. Spencer Ridgers on to do the kicking duties for the Cowboys, who lead 7-0 here, 9.46 to go in the first quarter. And he'll put his right foot into it, a low-line drive that is back into the end zone. And the Canes will take over on their own 20. So let's see if the Hurricanes last time was three and out. And Eddie, they just 
I think they were starting to feel themselves out a little bit. They had some open guys. Let's not get too panicky early on. They'll make some offense make, but uh, the problem is is our running game over the last couple of games. Well, we need that kickoff as an offensive play right now. It looks like right now it can help us. It's going to be hard to get it with that wind at his back. He's got a good leg. We flip him the other way, and hopefully we don't see him kick off again. This time they'll pitch right to Tyson Phelps. Got a little running room across the 20 to 25. And we get out to the 26, a six-yard pickup on first down off the right side goes Tyson Phelps. It's just a pitch right, and he took it and ran. Yeah, yeah, and that nice little bunch set up there, trips bunch, and, and get our guys out there and block on the perimeter and had some success there. I, I would see probably some perimeter stuff. Their D-line's pretty stout up to middle, so we'll see if we can get some, some more um, perimeter run. Second down and four. Tyson Phelps behind Jace Brzezowski, our quarterback. He will hand off, and this time he'll lose as they got blown up up front. That was big. Jacob McKinney comes in and makes a stop. Jacob McKinney has got two sacks on the year, but he's a senior, 6'2", 260, and he just reestablished that line in a hurry. So a loss of three. Yeah, three there. And it looks like we pulled the guard, and McKinney just followed the guard pulling. We didn't get to seal the gap there, and he just followed the guard right to the play and made the tackle in the backfield. So good back to third and seven. This time, Brzezowski, he's going to be under pressure. He's going to get rid of it. He's got a man open. That's going to be – should have been a shot to the head right a, there. should be targeted. That was a clear targeting. Jamal Barnes with the catch. But that, that shot was to the head. And it's hard for me to believe that we did not get that call. Yeah, for us not to – I mean, that, that's kind of crazy for them not to call that. I mean, that was wide open in the field. That Especially considering how you protect guys nowadays. Absolutely. And, and, uh, so, anyways, first and ten is the result of the play. A nice uh, pitch and catch there. Barnes on the receiving end of that. Brzezowski will have Phelps in the backfield with him again. They will fake the handoff. He'll keep it himself, and he's going to turn it upfield, make something out of nothing. Had a guy had him sealed off. He cut back to his left and managed to pick up four yards on the play. Good job by Jace Brzezowski on that one. A good effort on the end there. He picked up a little bit more yardage. Yeah, I mean, if he can give us five yards, four or five five yards a pop on his run game, that's doing pretty well. Second down and five. It'll be Phelps in the backfield again. And this time he'll fake it. He's going to pull it, throw. He's got Iron Jackson enough for the first down and more. He's across midfield, and he'll get down to the 48-yard line, an 18-yard pickup, and just a quick little slant to the inside. Now we got a few things clicking. We get some more confidence. Yes. Yeah, I think we got some guys open. If we can get them there and catch the ball and, and get some uh, get some yaks, some yards after reception, we'll be all right. First and ten, Hurricanes in Cowboy territory. This time he'll fake it. He'll fire again. This ball was tipped this time at the line of scrimmage. It's McKinney who got a hand on it and deflected. He did have Iron Jackson open, and that was his intended receiver, but the ball tip. got deflected. And those tip balls can be scary. Absolutely. They can result in an in a interception, of course, and a little bit of RPO there, a little run pass option, and he's reading the safety. Is the safety going to collapse down on, on Iron there? If not, give him the ball. So second down and 10. Ball at the Cowboy 48. We'll go empty backfield this time. Three left, two to the right. Brzezowski fires it quickly to Iron Jackson. He's got an... 
about an eight-yard pickup, maybe nine. Let's see where they're going to put this ball. It's going to be maybe a first down. And they are going to give him the first down. I didn't think he got to that mark, but, hey, we'll take it and keep it moving along. First down and ten hurricanes. It was a better catch than it was a throw. He made a great catch going down. Yeah, it was a good job of securing that football. This time an empty backfield again. Kane's in the hurry-up offense. Three receivers to the right. He dropped back. He'll fire again, this time incomplete. He looked in the direction of... Jaden Corbett, but I think it was initially intended for Barnes, really. Yeah, yeah and first it just guy. didn't get his head around quick enough to look. And Barnes, this is the first time he's really playing. I mean, he's, he's a, uh, a sophomore getting moved up, and first time he's really getting his, some, some game action with varsity. Just got to get your head around quicker because Jace is going to make the right decision. He has the past three or four games, and he's going to get the ball out quick. So he'll check out. Jamil Williams will check in in place of Barnes. Two backs in the backfield, one on either side. This time he'll send Jamil in motion. Jamil in a flat. He fakes it. He's got to tuck it. He looked for him initially, and the defender collapsed on Jamil Williams in the flat. So it's actually a good job of tucking it. I don't, you know, if he does throw it, he's got to throw it over his head. Yeah. I mean, that's the only option he had over there. I think he was thinking that Jamil was going to start running the wheel a little bit up the yes. sideline, and he was going to float it, but Jamil kind of stopped in the route. A little confusion on the last two plays, and they'll stop the clock briefly while they get the football off the field there. Officials get set. Now we go back to action. Two receivers in the backfield. Third down and 13. Send Tyson Phelps in motion this time. Now Tyson looking, and he's going to throw down a field. He's got a man open. It's overthrown. It was intended for Jaleel Duncan. He was there. We had two receivers in the same general area, but he had an open man. Looks like they got kind of tangled up there in, in the route there, but he did have Jaleel open and just, just oversailed them a little bit. And, and we like to run that, that running back out of the backfield there, and it gets that outside linebacker to push out there and open up some gaps. Hopefully we can take advantage of that as we move forward. But having two receivers in the same area, they were trying to cover him. That left one man wide open. Yeah. We just didn't get him the ball. So the hurricane drive stalls in Cowboy territory. will bring on Nick Bigelow to do the punting. He'll stand at the hurricane 45. Here's the snap, a good snap, and Nick gets the punt off a high-hanging punt that will land and get a favorable roll inside the 10 to the seven-yard line, it appears. He'll see where they put it. It'll be the six or the seven, but a great punt to pin them inside the ten-yard line. Man, you see how high? Great punt. I mean, he got it up there. No pressure on him there, and great job by Bigelow. Bigelow does, I mean, I can't say enough about his kicking, and now we flip the field position. Hopefully defense can stop here and get the ball back. Yep. Well, we've got a break on the field with a water break. We'll take a quick timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick GMC. As a five-time Super Lawyers Magazine top Florida attorney, longtime Hurricanes football supporter Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. With expertise in personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie calls on an innate passion for helping people and extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Offices at 701 Manatee Avenue West, Suite 104, downtown Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104, or mulocklaw.com. WLSS, Sarasota. We're back here at Joe Canan Field at Hawkins Stadium. The Canes trail 7-0 to the Cowboys, 6-0-8 to go in the first quarter. Nick Bigelow just came on in a tremendous punt to pin the ball inside the Cowboys' 10-yard line. He'll start at the 8, first and 10 Cowboys. 
They will hand off on a little scissors play. Running room up the middle and a lot of running room. It's off to the races, goes Dudley. He's going to be taken down at midfield. Plenty of room. Gironde Swint again. Manatee just getting caught in a gap. And, I mean, they run that one off 43 yards. And immediately are in go from back in their deep in their own territory into Manatee territory. Yeah, not, same not, play they ran for the touchdown. I yeah, yeah, a little counter stuff, little, little, little mixing it up there, and and you know the def- defense again. It's the second series, going to take a little bit to get used to it. Well, a lot of this is coming down to your your safety. Your safety has to be in the right position, and that's a, that's kind of what's opening that up. First down and 10. They'll hand off interior, and this time it's going to be Roshan Dudley on the carry, and he gets about a yard and a half. We'll give him two. You know, Danny, the good news was our players didn't quit. They caught him from behind, He was and he was fast. Yeah, Manatee's making a couple adjustments now. We're going to send uh, Tyreek Allen back there to the free safety yeah. position. Probably a good idea there. I agree. you got to make some adjustments somewhere, and that's the first one of the night for the Hurricanes. Second down, they're going to run it again. It'll be swift off the left side, and this time we've got a flag. I think it's going to be a hold. We'll bring that one back and back them up. Even if there wasn't a hold there, though, good job by Tariq there at the free safety, filling the gap, and really it's called the alley. So you got a force player on the outside making that guy turn back in, inside outs and linebackers, and he's fitting that alley in between those two, and he's doing a much better job being more physical than, than Oliver has been the past couple plays here, but uh, holding on the Cowboys. All right, here's the plus side about the hold. The hold was thrown at the original line of scrimmage, so that was two yards behind where the line of scrimmage was. So we're going to go back. They're going back. It's really a 12-yard penalty. Losing back in their own territory, doesn't it? Put the ball back. Yep. Second down and 20. This time they will go out of the gun. Devon Wells, the quarterback, takes the snap. He'll hand off the interior. This time he reestablished. He had a great penetration there. Devon Stewart. Devon Stewart does a great job of getting to the backside and took him down. Just he almost got there before the handoff he got did. there. He did. He unblocked the guy from behind. Yeah, unblocked guy. Typically, when you do those kind of zone read stuff, you're leaving one guy unblocked. It's typically the backside there. And Devon Stewart, young guy, junior. He's got, he's got a lot of speed off the edge and got back there. And now you put the defense exactly where you want. Third and long. Yeah, this one will be a third down and twenty-three. Devon Wells, not known for his passing, will roll right. He's looking, looking, looking. He'll throw to the out man. It's incomplete in and out of the hands, right through his hands. Not something they do well, and that'll bring on the punting unit. A great job by the defense after the first play from line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, after the first play, obviously. And, and again, we made the, the tweak right away and, and put Tariq Allen back there at the free safety spot. And I know we had the holding, but even if we didn't have the holding, you know, if those plays continue to progress like they were, they weren't going to make the first down anyways. Spencer Richards will come on to do the punting duties for the Cowboys. Manatee will send back Iron Jackson and Jaleel Duncan. They will stand at the Manatee 25-yard line. Richards from his own 25 with the wind behind him. Gets the punt off a low liner that Duncan will come up and take. He'll got it at the 28, across the 30 to the 40, and out of bounds at the 42-yard line. 
be a 14-yard return, and a very good return with a guy cut breathing down his throat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Great job. Uh, even catching the ball, to be honest with you. And and, and the big thing that Coach Slaughter always talks about is to catch that ball on the, on the punt return. That way they don't get the bounce and get an extra 10 to 15 yards on that roll. So good job there by Duncan to really flip that field position right there. We had a ref get wiped out like we did last week, but this one got out and went back at it. That's good. I'll tell you what, he went down and we got even a better spot. They moved the ball all the way out to the Manatee 45-yard line. So first down and 10 Hurricanes from their own 45, 3.52 to go first quarter. Canes trail 7-0. Tyson Phelps goes in motion. They will hand off to the back, and he's got nowhere to go. As that was John Walker who blew up Kiwan Hawthorne. I mean, he just rolled right through him. Yeah, that was uh, that wasn't really going anywhere from the very beginning, and uh, we got to get more stout there on the interior run. Obviously, we had some little success in the perimeter. Maybe we go back to some of that perimeter run, but we've got to start running the ball in between the tackles better. Loss of four on the play will set up a second down and fourteen. Jace sends Jamil Williams in motion. They come with a blitz this time. Jace is trying to get away. He's flushed out and he's going to lose the football. It's out and it's going to be recovered by the Cowboys. Failed to secure the football as he got hit from behind and again just way too much pressure. They shot that straight up the middle and flushed him out and now the Cowboys will start in Manatee territory at the 35-yard line. Yeah, brought a blitz there. More guys than we can block. And he tried to, Jace tried to move out as quickly as possible, but backside uh, tackle, or excuse me, backside defensive end, ended up wrapping around and, and causing that fumble well, from the backside. There's a simple way to stop that right now, and that's going to be you're going to have to go with a hard count and go on two. We're going on the same count every time, and they, they have sniffed it out already early. And quick passes. Get the ball yeah. out of your hand quick. So first and ten. Cowboys at the Manatee 35-yard line, 3-10 to go first quarter. Cowboys lead 7-0. Devon Wells, the quarterback for the Cowboys, will take the snap. He'll hand off, and he's going to be stopped in the backfield as Swift. He is taken down by DeAndre Higdon, and I'll be honest with you, that was actually the guy was moving towards the line of scrimmage before the snap yeah. went. Yeah, the H back there was as he was going to his left was absolutely moving towards the line of scrimmage. And I, I, last time I checked, we're not in Canada. Right. <laughs> they did a play like that earlier. They did the same thing earlier too. Second down and ten for the Cowboys at the Manatee thirty-seven yard line. He'll hand off. He'll fake it. Devon Wells will keep it himself. He's going to bounce to the outside. He's got some running room as he gets by the first guy. Gets the first down and more. And that time Manatee got to, they just got pinned to the inside, opened up the outside for Wells as he managed to bounce. And once he got around that left edge, he had plenty of running room before finally being stopped. He's quick. Yeah, he can scoot. And he, he's one of their leading rushers. And uh, he'll actually go out and wide receiver a little bit too and catch balls and probably their overall best athlete on the team. And on that fumble, it looked to me like Jace was trying to bring the ball out to throw it and get rid of it. This caused the fumble. The this hit. time, Devon Wells will go under center. First down and 10 at the Manatee 21-yard line. He will hand off to McGee coming around the right side. McGee sidesteps another guy and again, manages to pick up a tough eight yards, but uh, 
Manatee's got defenders there. They're just getting pushed backwards right now as opposed to reestablishing that line of scrimmage. Yeah. No, you hit that. The biggest part about the double wing is you've got to re, you've got to put the line of scrimmage back into their backfield, and, and you got to penetrate. And we're just not doing that right now. Um, did a couple plays in a row, and then yeah. all of a sudden now we're not having any success getting there. It's got to be successful. team downfield blocking two on that last play. So they'll give him seven, actually, on that play. Second down and three. Wells will fumble the snap, and the ball's loose, and I believe the Cowboys pounce on Manatee's point, and it's our ball, and it is. It's Nathan Hyman who comes up with the fumble, and there's a huge turnover that we needed to stop that flow of momentum. Absolutely huge, and, and, you know, sometimes in this offense, when you're doing some of those, uh, you know, motion stuff and things like that, the ball can get confused, and great job there for us to pounce on that, Nathan Hyman. Hyman, we've talked about him throughout the season, and his progression has been huge, and great job there, and and now the offense gets the ball, and let's see what we can do here. And you certainly don't want to be down two scores either. So. Now, 117 to go in the first quarter. Cowboys lead 7-0. Manatee will start at their own 19-yard line. Tyson Phelps in the backfield. And, again, we have not mentioned Napoleon Harris. He is out tonight. It'll be a handoff to the interior to Phelps. He had a little bit of running room before he ran to the backside of his own running back who really was into the H-back spot. He couldn't get out of his way. We'll pick up one. It looked like he was going left, and then he thought he could get behind some blockers, and he went quits back going right, and he just got stopped. Second down and nine. This time we will go with Phelps off to the left of Chase. Now he's going to move him back over to the right side. We'll have three receivers left, one to the right. We get Corbett in this game. Bring Iron Jackson in motion. They will give it to him on the jet sweep. He's trying to find a little bit of running room. He does for about three yards. We'll set up a third down and five. Be third and five, 38 seconds. We've got to run one more based on the play clock. Yeah. But again, perimeter run game is, you know, is something we may need to start doing a little bit more here as, as we get going through the game. So on third and five, three receivers to Jace's left. And I believe they drew him off. That time he went with a hard count. We get an easy five. So this is going to be close. It's going to be a measurement situation. Are we connected to Coach Green's headset? We need to be. (laughs) We're going to be a three inches short. Just a hair shy, Gene says. He's right down there on it. And, Gene, about time we go with a hard count. Yeah, definitely. I think we can do that a couple more times. That'll slow him down a little bit. But now the clock will run out. Yeah, I wouldn't even run a play here. It's under 10 seconds, and Manatee will not run a play. So at the end of one period, it'll be Osceola Cowboys 7, Manatee nothing. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Ferkins Automotive Group is your low-price leader. Ferkins Automotive Group has a great selection of new cars, featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Mitsubishi. And don't forget that Ferkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Ferkins has been family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Ferkins Automotive Group on 1st Street in Bradenton, or go online to Ferkins.com. That's Ferkins.com. Ferkins Automotive Group says go Canes. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longboat Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes-in-the-sand waterfront dining. 
the sandbar, beach house, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. WLSS, Sarasota. Welcome, everyone, back to Joe Cananfield at Hawkins Stadium. We've completed one quarter of football here tonight. Osceola leads 7-0, and now the Hurricanes will come in with a third down and very, very short. Now, we were talking during the break, Chad. I, I, I don't agree with being in the gun. I don't like being in the gun. Go up under center and just push it forward. Yeah, you need, I mean. you need three to six inches here. Get under center. Quarterback sneak it. Get the first down. Let's get the chains moving. Worst case scenario, you start in the gun, then you run up under center. So let's see what they do, see if they won't try and come with something different. And he will come under center on this one. Brzezowski trying to pick up a half a yard, and he's submarine low. It's going to be close. It's all going to be on a spot. Left foot or right foot spot here. And it looks like Regardless, we got it. it. They got to get to the just barely. They got the first down. Yep. Gene's down there close. What do you say, Gene? Yeah, it's a first down. They've already called it. Right. Uh, his feet slipped a little bit, so I think we got a good spot on that. You know, we always give our referees a hard time that uh, when we don't think they gave it to us, that one I believe they gave us a good spot. First and ten, Hurricanes with their own 25. Two backs in the backfield. Brzezowski takes a drop. He's going to look. He's throwing into double coverage. A bad decision as he tries to go to Jaden Corbett. Not the choice. The man should have been Jaleel Duncan down the seam. Oh, just wide open. Jaleel Duncan wide open. And I know Corbett's been your guy. Corbett's been your guy for a couple games. He's had almost 200 yards of, of reception. You know, last, last week, four touchdowns. But Jaleel Duncan wide open. I'll be honest with you. I go back and run it again. It's a mismatch. Agreed. He is going up against a linebacker. He's got him beat all day. And and they they watch film. They're going to double team. They're going to stack. They're going to bracket uh, not only um, Corbett but also Iron. And so that's going to leave uh, Duncan one on one. Well, the sad thing about it is, is you you threw to a guy. He didn't pick up the fact that they did. They were in double coverage. He picked him out to throw to him before yes. he broke the. Huddle. Second down, we do have a stoppage in play there as a referees blew the whistle. I don't see a flag. I don't either. I'm not sure what the discussion is. I Maybe it's about one of the guys not being on the line of scrimmage. I don't know. Why would you tell him beforehand? I mean, yeah, I don't know what that was. No idea what we got. Regardless, wipe it out like it didn't happen. Here we go. Second down to 10, 11.40 to go in the first half. Hurricanes at their own 25-yard line. Two backs in the backfield. He will hand off to Jameel Williams, who has nothing. He's stopped in the backfield, a loss on the play. A loss of one, and again, the offensive line is having a difficult time holding out their front four. Yeah, we knew. I mean, talking to Coach Shakir this week, we, their defensive line has always been good for years and years and years. Even when I played in, in 02, they were, had a good defensive line. They're big, too. <laughs> Third down and 11. Jace drops back. He fires. He's got a man open. It's Jaden Corbett. He's going to be run out of bounds just shy of the first down. Well, actually, you're going to get him across it. it. Yes, he did. And 11. He needed 11. He got 11. (laughs) You know what I like about that play is, and and Jace has done a very good job of this so far through the year and gotten better as the year has gone along. But he he throws the ball before they come out of the break. No question. A defender has no chance. Yeah, no question. Other than the the pass of Brayden River, the pick six, he's done a heck of a job. First down and 10. Brzezowski will pitch it back this time to Jamil Williams off the left. He's trying to find some running room, and he fights his way for maybe a pickup of two, possibly three yards. And 
pretty good for nothing. As a, give the Cowboys credit defensively for stringing that out, but a good job of uh, Jamil Williams to find some running room off that left side. I think the perimeter run game is where we, we need to continue to go. It's where we find a little bit of success. I know three yards may not be a big deal, but that's better than zero. They're, they're just too big up there in the front, I think, and too good. I, I agree. Second down and seven. Manatee at their own 37-yard line. Maybe the 38. We'll call 37 here. Second down and seven. He will fake the handoff. He's going to roll left. He's got a man open. That's going to be Tyson Phelps to the 45 across midfield to the 49-yard line. Very good job of selling the interior 14-yard pickup in a first down for Manatee into Cowboy territory. And he had a blocker there on the inside, but he chose to keep running outside. Yeah, great job there by Jason. What I love about right I'm seeing from Jace is a command of the offense right now. He gets a call from Coach Green on the side. He's telling everybody where to line up. He knows where everyone's supposed to line up, and it just seems like he's got a really good command of the offense. And by golly, he's only a sophomore. <laughs> That's right. First down and 10. He will hand off straight up the middle. Phelps finds some running room across the 45 all the way down to the 40-yard line. Did he make it? Nine-yard pickup. Pretty close. Second down and one, and a good job. And I know some people are sitting at home maybe going, well, where's Napoleon Harris? I mentioned it earlier that he was out tonight. He's twisted his ankle. I, I think it's more of a high ankle yeah, sprain than anything knee, else. It's not right. the knee, thank goodness. Which was a, a great, great news that we got. Second down and one. It's going to be Phelps off the left side. He's going to stiff arm a guy. He's going to fight forward, still falling forward to get the first down. It was close. Got wrapped up at the line, but tried to push the guy off and fell forward for the first down. And if he breaks away there, he's gone. Yeah. The drive continues for the Hurricanes. They get uh, 945 and counting in the first half. Ball at the Cowboy 38-yard line. Jamil Williams will check in. Tyson Phelps will go out. Manatee will go with Jamil Williams off the right of Jace Brzezowski. Two receivers right, two receivers left. He will hand off to Jamil Williams. He will just get back to the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. You know, I know I know. sometimes it seems like, oh, you're running up the middle, you're not really getting anything, but you still got to keep the defense honest, and you still got to keep, you know, hopefully maybe they bring that safety in because we continue to run the ball at the middle, and that's when something's open downfield. Took the word right out of my mouth. I mean, you get them to pinch in, pinch in, pinch in, then finally the outside, the exterior is going to, the perimeter is going to open up for you, especially something down the field. But they're playing in a cover two defense now, so. Second down and 10. Jace looks. He's going to fire deep. He's got Jaden Corbett well overthrown this time. And a little bit of contact, but also in double coverage. So they're trying to take Corbett out of this game. And here's what you do. You continue to stretch him. And we, I think we got a flag on the far side. And I don't I know. Do see, I do see something on the, on the far side. Looks like they're pointing towards off Could the be a hold. Side. Yeah, I think it's going to be a hold. Um, not against Corbett, but against our other receiver. So it kind of slowed him down coming out of there. Yeah. But what I was going back to what I was saying, you continue to stretch the field with him. If they're going to double cover him, what he's doing is open the middle part of the field. So you can come out and drag Iron Jackson across the middle. There's a lot of guys. So I'll be holding on the Cowboys, which will move the ball out. Should be enough for the first down since we started it. I think the hole was on Corbin. He didn't do it, but he was held. It should be a first down. I don't know what we're holding up on. Yeah, there they go. He's trying to get there. We go. I was gonna say if you had if you had second and ten, you got to go first and ten. So. Simple math. Go. Our guys were struggling. Yes. One and two. 
Ball at the Cowboy 28. Brzezowski takes a snap, throws it out in the flat, in and out of the hands of Jaden Corbett, the intended receiver, around the 21-yard line. Looks like Corbett uh, ran about an 8-yard route, and Jace threw about a 7-yard route. Yep. It's just a little miscommunication there. But, again, quick balls, quick throwing out there. That's what's going to have that corner start coming in some. And they really can't bracket and double-team somebody with those quick throws like that. If the offensive line can make a block, a one block, and we pick the right hole, we're going to have running room. We're spreading them out pretty good. Three receivers to the right, one to the left here. They'll hand off the Phelps up the middle. He finds some running room. He's going to get four before he finally stops. Set up a third down and six. It was close. That one, if if, if that tackle doesn't happen there, he gets the first down for sure. That linebacker got him. That linebacker doesn't grab him, he's gone. Ball be set down on the 26-yard line. Big third down here. In Cowboy territory. A lot of changing of players here. We got a lot of people checking in, checking out. Jamil Williams will come in. Manatee will send two receivers to the right, two backs in the backfield. Max protection here. Brzezowski takes a snap. He's going to throw towards the end zone, and he's got a man in and out of his hands. It was perfectly thrown. You could not have asked for a better pass at the pylon, and I believe that's Jaleel Duncan. Yes, it was. Yeah, great pass there. Great touch. Wow, he thought he had it. We're right here around field goal position, to be honest with you, with with Axel's foot. And uh, I don't know if he'll end up going for it or not, but that's that's the play you want, though. Good read there by, especially two high safeties. Corner yeah. what you want. This will be a 43-yard field goal attempt, and uh, they're not going. They're going to go for it. Not watch a hard count, maybe jump. Yeah, if you get them off sides, they'll get them a little bit closer. Yeah. You can find a lot more things to do. So Canes again, two receivers to the right. Brzezowski takes a snap under pressure. He throws it out in the flat, incomplete. He had Jaden Corbett there. That would have got the first down, but it'll be a turnover on downs. Looked like kind of came, the ball came out of there weird out of his hand and, and just flew out wide right there to the cheerleaders. Gene right down there on top of it. I don't know. Did that ball come out funny or he just missing? Well, he's had several balls that uh, he's kind of double gripped or slipped a little bit, so I just don't know if he's got that that factor, you know, in the wet factor yet. And maybe as you know, he's still a younger kid, so he's still not uh, done growing. So maybe his hands get a little bit bigger as we get older. Well, at halftime, find him a glove and let him throw with it on for a little bit, see if he likes that. Tom Brady or Roethlisberger. Yeah. Must be raining harder because you know, whole Cowboys will take over on their own 26-yard line, first down and 10. And uh, we've got movement, and that's going to be against the Cowboys. Yep. Yeah, the guard moved early there and, and caused us to jump. So that's fine. Funny part about it is I think our guys thought we, we jumped been, off. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> At first I did, too. Devon I was upset. Devon yeah. was upset. He thought he jumped. Yeah, the center uh, kind of cocked the ball, and that's when our guy moved, and okay. then the guard went. That's an old trick you guys up there at center try to do, isn't it, Gene? Uh, cheaters. <laughs> yeah, those centers, you know, they're sneaky. <laughs> so first down and 15 now for the Cowboys. It will be a hand off the interior to Dudley, and this time he swallowed up Nathan Hyman and a host of other Hurricanes on top of that one. You know, they really haven't had much success interior running the ball, almost like us. And it's been more perimeter stuff that, that they've had some success. That's a good job. I'll look for here. We haven't seen a pass yet. Brings up, you know, third and long here. 
and our second along watch a watch a pass maybe especially be, in this series. Yeah, and it'll be 100 percent on Tyreek Allen at the free safety spot back there. He's got to watch and not fight on the, the corners and the corners. Yep. Corners got to stay on their guy and not get too caught of of uh, caught up in the run game. And the reason I say Tyreek, they like to throw the seam route here. If he doesn't bite on it, they're going to put it up for grabs, and I put my money on Tyreek to catch it. Second down and 15. Cowboys on the offensive side, and uh, we've got a stoppage in play as the Cowboys will call timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick GMC. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and is ready to champion solutions for your employees' leasing needs. Everything from big business to small business, Howard Leasing covers it all. From payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employees, benefits get on the winning team with chuck howard and all the pros at howard leasing details available online at howardleasing.com again that's howardleasing.com news insight passion am 930 the answer well with 701 to go here in the first half the canes trail seven nothing osceola has the ball at their own 19 yard line it'll be a second down and Let's see, they're at the 19, got to get all the way out to the 36. So it'll be second and 17. Devon Wells, the quarterback for the Cowboys, goes under center. Brings a man in motion. He will hand off in the backfield. It'll be Swift, and Swift will just tiptoe his way for about three yards. Good defense. Great, yeah, great penetration up there of the middle, and, and he really had nowhere to go. Two unblocked guys, actually, back there to, to make the tackle. The third down and about, uh, let's call it 17. I look for the pass 14, here. I'm sorry, seven, second to third down of 14. And, Gene, it looks like it's raining a little bit steadier now. Yeah, it's raining hard enough to get the umbrella out, but the rain is coming straight down, so the wind is not playing a factor at all anymore. All right, so third down and 14 Cowboys on their own 21, 22-yard line. They will do this counter coming back this way. It's Swift. He found him, missed a tackle. He's got running room. He misses another one and gets all the way across midfield. And we missed three opportunities to pick up 32 yards. But yeah. should have been nothing turned out into a huge play. Should have been absolutely nothing. We did a great job. Looked like Shamar Williams set the edge. Hyman barely missing that tackle. Going up too high on Swift. Swift's a, a good statue of a, of a runner. It, you, you can't tackle him up high. Now we got a water break on the field. We're going to take a timeout. 6-10 to go in the first half. Cowboys lead 7 nothing. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick GMC. Are you looking to get a great price on a new Buick GMC or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used car you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that is second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. And I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over a half century ago, we have been proud to be part of this community. So for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West and Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC, where we treat you like family. AM 930, The Answer. Online at am930theanswer.com. Back at Manatee High School in Joe Canan Field at Hawkins Stadium. 7-0 Cowboys, 6-10 to go. And uh, we have got a steady rain falling straight down now. First and 10 Cowboys at the Hurricane 45-yard line. Devon Wells takes the snap. He will hand off to Dwayne McGee. 
who battles to pick up maybe a yard, yard and a half. Just I keep looking a, for that pass. You know, score update, by the way, 21-14, Venice is up. Really? Through the second quarter over Coco. Surprise, surprise. Palmetto leading big 28-0 at the half over Southeast. I don't know what that high school score was uh, up north of here, uh, Ohio State versus Northwestern. We'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> Second down and eight. They'll run the what I call the like counter again off the left side. And again, it's a first down. Gerondi Swint, 12 yards. And we do not have an answer for that play. We don't. We don't. Luckily, T- Tariq uh, Allen made a, a great angle there and, and – and made the tackle there. But, yeah, we just, you know, the counter's tough. Is that an over-pursuit? Yeah. They a little bit over-pursuit. Guys unblocked, not getting where, they're, where they should be. It's really sort of a delay handoff is really yeah. what it is. First and ten, almost five minutes to go in the first half. Seven-nothing Cowboys. They'll hand off this time to McGee off the right, and this time the Hurricanes reestablish that line of scrimmage, a loss of three on the play. Yeah, again, a lot of their stuff has been the perimeter run game, and then that delay, that, that counter has really been where they've seen some success around the ball. Ron Harley on the stop. 4.45 to go, first half of football. Tell you what, you're a trooper if you're sitting out there in this stuff with the rainer. You're, you're a hurricane fan for sure. No doubt. <laughs> John Wolf in the game at tight end down here. Second down. Cowboys bring a man in motion. They will hand off to McGee. McGee finds some running room before he's drugged down from behind. He'll get. Let's give him almost back to the original line. Just it's shot. coming down harder for sure. Third and eleven now. But you know, you set you set a tight end up there, and and it was it was Wolf eighty five there. But he comes back, and then he comes in motion. The defense is setting their strength to that tight end most likely, and then he comes in motion to the other side. That could cause some number issues for us. Question is, what do you do? Oh, look at that! The band's finally coming out. And when it starts raining the hardest, the band shows shows up here. They should be out here from start to finish, in my opinion. But third eleven, Cowboys inside Hurricane territory. McGee in motion. Devon Wells rolls to his left and throws it back out to the right to McGee with plenty of running room. And that was a broken play that turned into positive yards. He's short of the first down. But Absolutely 100% broken play. 100% broken play. and Gains about six or seven yards there. But, you know, but look, heads up play there by Wells. He, he was trying to, to boot it out this way, and, and we had it there. Devon Stewart was the first one in his face, and he stops and kind of just throws it up there to begin in, in positive yards. 332 to go first half. It's going to be a fourth down and a very long four. Almost five, and... I mean, this rain is it's dropping down straight deep. down. You stay dry down there, my friend. This is the tropical storm rain right here. Fourth down and four. Wells under center. And uh, we're going to have a timeout, and we're going to keep everything right here as the Cowboys take a timeout. We'll keep things here. And, hey, listen, the weather's not going to be beautiful this weekend at all. So uh, we're going to have a lot of rain tomorrow, a lot of wind. 
stay indoors or still make your way out to the island and go to one of the three best waterfront dining locations, Sandbar, Beach House, or Mar Vista. Great interior. They've redone yeah. everything, remodeled it all. You can ask for a better beautiful place. Beautiful inside there. And, hey, watch the storm roll through and, and uh, get yourself a margarita or something. And, you know, and what better rain. thing to do than to have a couple of adult beverages and sit back and uh, watch the storm roll on by? What else are you going to do with your yeah. time? Hey, 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 Danny. Yes, sir. Are the stone crabs in yet? Stone crabs are here. October 15th they open, and I can't wait to get on those things. Oof, little stone crab and some of that mustard. Oh, my (laughs) goodness. Sit there and just watch the storm surge go right by. Yeah. Hey, guys, they're going for the field goal here. Yes, sir. Interesting. So they're going to set the ball down on the 33. It'll be a 43-yard attempt for... Mr. Spencer Richards, his longest is 42 on the year, and I promise you it wasn't in this ring, but he's got the leg. Here's a snap, the hold to put it down. He's got the kick up, and it is on line, and it is good. Wow. Good kick there by the yes, kid. you got to give him all the effort. And, and I'll say this, they, their offensive line does that, that set, and they put their hands down. Good job by us not jumping and giving the first down, but good kick there by Spencer. More impressed that uh, – you get the good snap in the hold. I mean, that's a hard ball to hang on to in this rain. So, hey, let's catch up with a couple of our sponsors. Hey, if you're tired of the big bank buyouts, visit First Southern Bank for all your banking needs. First Southern Bank is a true community bank led by experienced neighborhood bankers that live and work in Manatee County. This full-service bank offers competitive commercial and consumer loans. That's First Southern Bank located at 3103 Manatee Avenue West. Let First Southern Bank be your bank of choice. Also, Bose Imaging Center is dedicated to bring you the best in quality radiology imaging. The Bose family has been in the healthcare for more than four generations. With state-of-the-art facilities located in the heart of Bradenton and near all of our major medical locations. Bose Imaging Center, where quality and customer service is the standard. Tampa Bay Jaw and Facial Center of Bradenton is proud to support Manatee Hurricane football. Tampa Bay Jaw and Facial Surgery of Bradenton provides dental implants, wisdom teeth removal, and with an experienced and certified staff. Contact Stephanie Zastro at Tampa Bay Jaw and Facial, 941-747-5597. Cowboys on to do the kickoff leading 10-0, and they'll just pooch kick it over, and it's going to be taken and dropped in and out of an inexperienced return man, and I think the Cowboys got it. Oh, not good. They do. Not good at all. I don't know who that was. Jaleel, Jaleel Duncan. Duncan. Didn't play last week. Um, coming in to, tonight and, and just obviously some rust. Dropped a touchdown pass. And yeah, I was going to say he's having a bad night. Yeah, I mean, as a returner, the biggest thing is keeping your elbows together so that ball doesn't go through hit your chest and go through your arms, and, and at that point he did not. Looked like he was kind of, didn't really know. Starts what he was with a misread. Do. Yeah, didn't know if he was going to go up and get it or let it bounce. If you let it bounce, it's a live ball, so you got to go up and get it. He misread that from the get-go. So this puts the Cowboys in great position, the 40-yard line of the Hurricanes with 3.23 to go in the first half and a chance to extend their lead. First down, they will hand it off on the jet sweep, and it's, Gerande Swint, who slips, coming around the left side, but not before he picks up three on the play. Set up second down and seven. He went down and didn't get touched. Yeah, <laughs> playing with the inside slipped. foot. Now the grass troll got him that time. Yeah. 
slippery thing that troll is. Yes, he is. He'll get you when you least expect it. Second down. This time they'll hand off to McGee off the right side. And Hurricanes in pursuit. And he just outruns a few defenders. I thought we were going to catch him there at the line of scrimmage. And he turned what was nothing into a seven-yard pickup. Yeah, it looked like eyes was there. It looked like a couple guys were there. And, and just kind of just out of our grasp there. and But still brings up third and short here. Third and yards. short. We get some penetration. Set the line of scrimmage. Let's get out of here. And, and make this miss happen. And They'll get back with the ball. field goal again. Wow, they're sitting pretty close to it with the kicker they have right now. Third down and a long two. This time they'll hand it off to Dudley. Dudley fights his way across. He loses the ball. A fumble. It's scooped up by Jamar, or Jamar Williams, and the Hurricanes will go on offense. A great strip. Higdon might have been. Like, was it Higdon? I think it was Higdon that made the strip. Shamar Williams with this little scoop. Here, and, and, and uh, you know, some of you guys may disagree with me with this, but defensive coach, that ball's on the ground like that. We're teaching scoop and score. And Absolutely. something, man. And Absolutely. Handle it well. We've been struggling anyways, and, I, yeah, you find anything you can to ignite your team. I, we need to go down the field here with 2.16 to go to at least get points on the board because we will be kicking the ball off to Positive start the second thing half. Is our balls, the ball should be dry being on the sideline. We should have those things covered. And, well, if it's not, we're, yeah. somebody's fired. That was another big save right there, though. First down and 10. They will hand off to – that is – Phelps, Tyson Phelps, wasn't sure if it was 35 or 25 to start with, but that's Tyson Phelps on the carry. Set up a second down and four for the Hurricanes. They're at their own 42-yard line. Got all three timeouts left. Three receivers left, one to the right, 145 to go first half. Kane's not in too much of a hurry. Brzezowski will roll left. He's being pursued. He finally gets rid of the football. It is caught but out of bounds. That time it's Jaleel Duncan who catches it but clearly out of bounds. I thought he was going to get caught from behind there. For a yeah, so did I. It looked like Jace may have been caught, caught up there from behind. But, you know, look, not a bad rolling to your left there, throwing a, throwing a good good pass. It just looked obviously too far outside. But at least we're at least we're moving towards that. At least we're not just trying to get this get out of the half here. And again, can't even begin to tell you how happy I am to see us roll left and make that throw. So many times I see a left-handed quarterback roll right and throw against his body, which is the most difficult pass. It'll be third down and four, and I think the Hurricanes will take a timeout, and they do. We need to get something out of this drive right here, though. Go into the locker room, halftime. If Simi gets the ball back, you know, start the second half. So points would be huge for us. I don't know. What break are we on there, James? Are we on break 11 or are we on 10? I have no idea where we're at. Break 11. Let's go ahead and take that break then. Let's hear from Brown and Sons. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick GMC. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Home and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your Manatee neighbor for over 40 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end. Depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. This is Manatee Hurricanes football on AM 930, The Answer. Third down and four. Manatee, 128 to go. First half, they'll fake the handoff to the interior. He's rolling back, trying to find his man open, and 
never had a chance. We did not pick up the block out there, and that ball will fall incomplete. You know, and, and if you would have put the, just a little bit more air on there, it looks like you, your intended receiver there may have caught that and gone for a first down, but just a little short. The hard part is is the pressure that came off that side forced him so to have quick. to go too deep. Yeah. And when you get that deep, it's going to be hard to get enough on that football to get it up over the top. If he doesn't have to roll deep and go away from it, he's rolling you know parallel with the line of scrimmage, it's an easy toss and he's got it. So the Canes come on with Nick Bigelow to do the punting. They have nobody back deep, so Nick can do what he wants. They're looking for a fake. He's not going to fake it. He's going to bang it with the wind behind it. It's going to fly and land at the 20. Decent roll inside to 15 down to the 12-yard line. Nice punt. Very nice punt. 47-yard punt, the longest of the year for Nick Bigelow. Yeah, I mean, although no points there, obviously, you know, coming off of the, the muffed uh, kickoff return there, getting a turnover back helps us huge, you know, not giving them more points and now flipping the field a little bit here. Minute 10 left, you know, Kissimmee's not typically a quick strike offense. They're going to try to run the ball a little bit, but they have not thrown the ball yet. They've only thrown the ball one time. On this is where you got to go on or when they do it. This is where you got to watch out for. They've had some pretty quick strikes tonight, though. A couple of them, one for a touchdown and one for a big game. Well, exactly the kind of football game I thought we'd be in for here in a low-scoring duel. A couple of big plays for the Cowboys so far, and on first down, they will run the counter again. And again, we are twisted up, but Canes will stop him after a seven-yard pickup. Boy, that play is kind of getting us a little cross-eyed. Yeah, it's That's a tough, good to, it's a good description, Danny. Tough play to stop there, that counter. And, you know, you get a whole lot of motion going the one way, and, and then it's the delayed handoff coming back the other way. And you just got to play sound, fundamental football. Second down and three. We will be under 30 seconds when this snap goes here in the first half. <laughs> we don't want anything big to happen. We got to be very tight here. Devon Williams will hand off to McGee off the right. McGee, we got flags everywhere. We've got flags on the far side, flags in the center. We've got everything from motion is going to be my guess to a hold. We've got, I think, multiple things that took place here. 18.5 seconds to go in the first half. And McGee, they're one of their big running backs, come up a little limp. and The illegal shift is going to be the call. My guess here with 18 seconds left, they'll – They'll run the ball interior and just and kind of take this to the half. They get the ball back, start in the second half, and up to nothing. I, my guess is they probably just do something simple here and end it. Yeah, you make the long trip across I-4, and that always just wonderful traffic that you had to come in. And uh, rainy, wet, you got a 10 nothing lead against a very good Manatee Hurricane football team. I think you're happy with that, too. It'll be a very simple play they're going to run right here as the clock has started. We'll be under 10 seconds now. I'm not sure they're even. They're not even going to take the snap because they are set in a more of a victory formation here, and that'll be the end of the first half. And we will wait for Gene to catch up with Coach Shakir on the sidelines. He's there close to him right now. And uh, Gene, take it away. Coach, we know that uh, playing the Cowboys the last two years in the playoffs coming in, we know what their offense is, but it's a hard 
offense to stop with the defense doesn't see it all the time. But the defense has done a, a decent job. He's got to get a little bit more offense. Yeah, I think they've been doing very – defense has been doing very well, especially for uh, getting pinned back there one time, then not seeing the wing tee. Ain't no way to simulate that speed. Ain't no way. You know, in that first drive, you know, with the wing tee team, just got to make it through the first drive, and we didn't. That's what hurt us more than anything else. You know, so we just got to – the kids are calm, and they're seeing it now, and we're playing a lot better. We just got to stay focused on it. And, you know, we're getting them tired on defense, so we just got to execute. And I think we'll come on out here and be explosive in the second half. We had some opportunities on offense, and uh, it seems like that with, with Napoleon out, it's just a little bit slow tonight. Yeah, it is. We got some guys banged up. So we got some kids playing. They usually don't play that much, and that's just kind of what happened. So they got they got experience now. They got first half, so we just yeah. got to keep it going. Yeah, all right, Coach. Hopefully this rain will go away. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. All right, thank you, Gene. You just heard from uh, Gene Brown, the head coach, uh, Yusef Shakir, and his comments on the first half. Canes trail 10 nothing at the half. We'll take a timeout. We'll be back with the Shake Pit Halftime Report. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick GMC. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at ConstantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop. Costantino Body Shop. Coastal Orthopedics proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. With offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics, keeping you in the game. They say life is better on the water, where the only measure of time is the disappearing tide and the sound of fishermen returning from a long day's work. That's where you'll find Swordfish Grill, nestled along the quiet Gulf Coast in Florida's oldest fishing village. This is a place to relax, to unwind, and enjoy freshly caught seafood. They say life's better on the water. We couldn't agree more. Swordfish Grill and Tiki Bar, located in Cortez, Florida's oldest fishing village. Among the rich and famous, there are places to see and be seen. Fashion Week in Paris, the red carpet on Oscars night, and the Manatee County Fair. You'll cause instant Instagram envy while enjoying thrilling rides and midway games. Scarfing down deliciously decadent fair food and strolling through craft and livestock exhibits. The 2020 Manatee County Fair. The place to see and be seen. January 16th to 26th. Details at manateecountyfair.com. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Democrats play the foreign policy card on Trump, battering Trump on his Syrian move. This president, and I agree with Bernie, is the most corrupt president in modern history. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Listen to the Town Hall Weekend Review, Sunday mornings at 5 and Sunday nights at 11 on AM 930. The Answer. High School Football Halftime Show with your host, James Lawson. 
good evening, good Friday evening, good times and great vibes surround the outlook for the Manatee Hurricanes on this third Friday in October and last week against Sarasota. No, excuse me, they remain undefeated over the last 30 days with wins over Kathleen, Lakewood Ranch, Coconut Creek, and last week against Sarasota. Leading the season's turnaround has been quarterback Jace Brzezowski with an overall 57% completion rate. But over the win streak, it's increased to 62% with 15 of his 18 touchdowns coming during that span. The Osceola Cowboys bring their 6-1 record to Manatee's house with their only loss coming to Columbus by four points. We're looking to overcome the Cowboys' roundup and continue building confidence as we push for a playoff berth. This is your halftime show in the trenches with me, James Lawson. So let's find out how we got to our halftime score of Osceola 10, Manatee 0. On Osceola's first drive, they went up 7 to nothing on a three-play, 57-yard drive to pay dirt. But on Manatee's ensuing drive, Brzezowski passes to Iron Jackson for 18 yards. This time he'll fake it. He's going to pull it, throw. He's got Iron Jackson enough for the first down and more. He's across midfield, and he'll get down to the 48-yard line, an 18-yard pickup, and just a quick little slant to the inside. Manatee was putting together a fabulous drive, but the 11th play onslaught stalled, and Manatee had to put to punt. But Nick Bigelow gets off a good Fantastic punt, pinning Osceola deep. And Nick gets the punt off a high-hanging punt punt that will land and get a favorable roll inside the 10 to the 7-yard line, it appears. He'll see where they put it. It'll be the 6 or the 7, but a great punt to pin them inside the 10-yard line. Later in the first quarter, the Manatee defense shows up in a big way, stopping a Cowboy drive. Wells will fumble the snap, and the ball's loose, and I believe the Cowboys pounce on Manatee's point, and it's our ball, and it is. It's Nathan Hyman who comes up with the fumble, and there's a huge turnover that we needed to stop that flow of momentum. After they stop that momentum on the fifth play of the Manatee drive, Berzowski connects with Tyson Higdon. He will fake the handoff. He's going to roll left. He's got a man open. That's going to be Tyson Phelps to the 45 across midfield to the 49-yard line. Very good job of selling the interior 14-yard pickup in a first down for Manatee into Cowboy territory. After that great catch by Tyson Phelps, the drive stalled deep in Osceola territory as the Canes went for it on fourth down but couldn't punch it in. On Osceola's next drive, they got into Manatee territory, but the defense holds and forces a field goal, and the Cowboys kicker made it Osceola 10, Manatee 0. It's pouring down rain, and the ball is slick, which affected the kickoff return as Manatee fumbled, and Osceola took over deep in Manatee territory. But again, the Manatee defense comes up with a big turnover to stop the Osceola onslaught. This time they'll hand off to Dudley. Dudley fights his way across. He loses the ball, a fumble. It's scooped up by Jamar Jamar Williams, and the Hurricanes will go on offense. A great strip. That brings us to our halftime score of Manatee 0, Osceola 10. Manatee fans, 
we're going to need you to dig in deep. We're in for a dogfight tonight. It's wet. The ball is slick. But we need all of your passion, all your desire in order to be victorious. Get rowdy. Stomp your feet. Clap your hands and scream for the home team when they break the tunnel to start the second half. This has been your first half highlights in the trenches. I'm James Lawson. And when we return, we'll go down to the field for halftime stats and analysis with Kevin Van Ostenbridge and Eddie Mulock. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Manatee Hurricane Football on AM 930. The answer. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longbow Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes in the sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and is ready to champion solutions for your employees' leasing needs. Everything from big business to small business, Howard Leasing covers it all. From payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Firkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Firkins Automotive Group has a great selection of new cars, featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Mitsubishi. And don't forget that Firkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Firkins has been family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Firkins Automotive Group on 1st Street in Bradenton or go online to Firkins.com. That's Firkins.com. Firkins Automotive Group says go Canes. So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife, Jenny, was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is, is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Don't forget to tune in to 930 The Answer this Saturday, 11 a.m. to 12 noon. Or Sunday at noon to 1 p.m. to hear more about prolonging the life of your central AC system. The show On the Air with Rodney and Carl, presented by Custom Climate Concepts. Home of the five-star precision tune-up with duct sanitizing for just $49.95. For all your home comfort needs, call the company that's a degree above the best. Dial 941-955-COOL. That's 941-955-2665. See you Saturday. WLSS, Sarasota. All right, welcome back to Manatee High School Football. Here with Kevin Van Austinbridge and Eddie Mulock. Go over a couple of first-half stats. Um, for the Cowboys, let's start with the Cowboys real quick. They had 
Uh, Swint with 124 yards on the ground, Eddie. I think that's the top thing for them. They, they're a ground team, obviously. They're a wing T team. They come out. They grind it. Uh, a lot of misdirection. They haven't thrown it much at all. No. At all. I don't think they've thrown a pass. Uh, one. They threw one pass for seven yards. That's a pretty good average. Any much of a pass. Right. Um, so... At any rate, I guess my point is that we're miss- we seem to be missing a lot of reads on defense. Yeah, there's a lot of what you call cross-reading going on on defense, Eddie, when you're playing a wing T team. You're, you have two two tailbacks, and they're on opposite sides of the offensive line. And as a linebacker, you have to look at the tailback that is opposite you. You tend to have to key that guy. Uh, that's how the offense works. And we seem to struggle with that a little bit um, on defense. And they have pretty good size on offense, the Cowboys do, Eddie. They seem to be pushing us around a little bit. But our defense is pretty good. They're, they're bending, but they're not breaking for the most part. They scored on one big play. And other than that, we've given up some yards, but we seem to stiffen when they get down to the red zone. So that's that's a positive that we can take from it. It's a positive that we're only down 10-0 at this point, I would say. We could easily be down 21 nothing. So we'll take that. Offensively, we're struggling to run the ball. And our offensive line is struggling to make holes. Um, We're a passing team. We've sort of accepted that, I think, in the last three or four weeks, and we've had a lot of success with it. But now we get a wet, sloppy field condition, and passing is a little tougher. Jace has actually put the ball in the air 18 times, and he's only completed six. So he's had some drops too. We've had a few drops, absolutely. Um, there's been pressure. He's had to deal with pressure. He's a sophomore, you know, um, but he's had to deal with a lot of pressure. He's got a wet ball on his hand. So you know, not trying to make a bunch of excuses. I'm just giving you the facts. These right. are the facts. Yeah, there's I, I there's mean, been pressure you, in his face. Not excuses. They're right. just the way it's happened. Pressure in his face and a wet ball in his hand, um, and then the results are six for 18 for 64 yards. Um, we have not been able to get Jaden Corbett involved the way we would like to he has one touch the ball one time 11 yard reception and that's it napoleon has not seen the field the whole game he is dressed out uh, but napoleon has not taken the field i spoke to him on the sideline and i asked him if he was injured and he said he was nicked up and they were trying to hold him out if, if they could. Well, I think we have a decent chance of making the playoffs, so, you know, I don't think that's a bad decision. Anyway, we would have him stronger. Yeah. Sure. You're thinking down the road with making a, a long-term decision with that. Uh, we may see Napoleon, though. I, you know, he told me he was not injured and he could play, so we may end up seeing him after all. Uh, we're only down 10 to nothing here. We... We have to kick off to them in the second half. That's a issue. That's a big issue. Yeah, we got to stop them when they come out. Right. We can't the defense should come out any fresh. More points. Right. Defense should come out fresh, though. Um, and I think if we do that, I think we have we get the ball back. We you know get something going here. The rain has stopped. It was well, no, it hasn't. It's still drizzling out there, isn't it? Uh, but it was a monsoon. Yeah, the downpour has stopped. The, the downpour has stopped. It was a monsoon for for the latter part of the second quarter and for most of halftime. Uh, the band, I don't believe, even came out at halftime. Um, so, not much of a crowd tonight, Eddie. I think everybody's at home listening on the radio. Yeah, and the ones that are here, we can't see them. They're under umbrella over right. there. Right. <laughs> it's pretty smart. Yeah, no, it's pretty, pretty slim, that's for sure. That it is. Um, so, what do you what do you think second half, Eddie? I think we got to keep doing what we're doing and execute better. we got a little, not as much rain coming down, so come out and stop them, and they get the ball back and put some points on the on the board and change that momentum right. in their favor. Right. I, that's going to be very important. 
we're going to have to find a way to establish the run in the second half. I, I think defensively, I think our reads will improve. The little wing T teams are, are unique. It's a unique offense. And when you only have a week to prepare, you know, sometimes they can catch you off guard early. Uh, so hopefully Shakir coached them up in the second half, during halftime. We come out in the second half, make our reads a little better. And I feel like defensively we should be able to, to get our feet under us. But we've got, we have to establish the run on offense. We've got to form some holes with that offensive line. They have size. We, they need to be fire off and hit people in the mouth and, and move some bodies. The truth is we can play with this team. Though. We can beat them. Oh, yeah. They dress out well, but so do we. Um, I think we're, we're the same caliber of team they are. We might be a little better, but we're just not we're just not playing well. You know, turnover here and there doesn't help either. Um, special teams are playing well. Yeah, there are positives. There's a lot of positives out oh, there's there. There's a lot of positives for sure out there. It's not discouraging. There's not a big runaway by them, you know. They're supposed to be a very good team. They're not running away with this. No, not at all. If you take one play out of the game, it's a three-point ball game. Right. We just we just haven't been executing on offense as we have in the past several games. Correct. That is correct. And I think the the weather conditions have everything to do with that. So hopefully in the second half we can get the ball in uh, Jaden's hands for num- number one, and hopefully the offensive line can start to open up some holes. Number two. Uh, all right. Why don't we uh, Why don't we take a quick break and then we'll come back for the second half. You got it. As a five-time Super Lawyers Magazine top Florida attorney, longtime Hurricanes football supporter Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. With expertise in personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie calls on an innate passion for helping people and extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Offices at 701 Manatee Avenue West, Suite 104, downtown Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104, or mulocklaw.com. The Constitution and the rule of law are under attack. Radical socialism, illegal immigration, racial divides, abortion, all threatening the bedrock of our nation as the far left wages war against America's soul. Join Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, and Dennis Prager for intelligent answers to these assaults on our nation. Don't miss the War for America's Soul tour with Hugh Hewitt. You know, if they were focused on the skyrocketing costs of prescription drugs, I think the American people might trust their presidential candidate. Mike Gallagher. Bombshell. Russia collusion. Bombshell. He's a racist. Bombshell. Here comes a reception. Bombshell. Ukraine. And he just keeps chugging along. And Dennis Prager. Was this senior U.N. environmental official a liar? I don't think so. I think he was a hysteric. Thursday, November 7th at the Palladium in St. Pete. The War for America's Soul Tour. VIP opportunities available. Get your tickets today. TheAnswerSarasota.com Sponsored by Autoglass America. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little known solution we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money too our service is free don't miss the great savings call now 800-651-3235 
That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. WLSS, Sarasota. This is Eddie Mulock. We're back here. End of our um, Shake Pit halftime show. The Canes trailing 10 to nothing. Uh, should be a good second half. I look for the Canes to come out here and get things going, so could be exciting. We have a loyal listener who listens to us all the time, Kay Johnson. want to send a hello to her tonight and wish her our best from the Kane radio team. And we're about ready to start the second half, so I'm going to bring back into the mic the voice of the Hurricanes, your friend and mine. Here he is, Danny Carter. Thank you, Eddie. And uh, Eddie said it earlier, Kane's trail 10 nothing here at the end of one half of play. And, you know, Chad, statistically, not horrible. We just let a couple of big plays go in there in the first half to set uh, – t- actually took Kissimmee out deep in their hole once and set things yep. up in that first drive. Again, I can't reiterate enough of what Coach Shakir said at the half. It is so, so difficult, and you mentioned it too in the broadcast early on and as the game's gone along, to actually simulate anything to do with the wing tee. When you're running this double wing, it is so hard to simulate. Yeah, you can't do it, really do it in practice, especially at the speed that you're going to see it with guys, you know, with a a team like Osceola who does it, and they've done it for years and years, and they probably did it as a Pop Warner team. So it's going to take some time to adjust, and it may take a first half to adjust. And, you know, but I I go back to our mishaps on offense. I go back to, you know, a touchdown there in the end zone that that Duncan misses and could have been a 10-7 game at that point. And I also go back to, we talked about it right there at half a little bit, you and I, you know, had a 43-yard field goal that maybe you take, maybe you don't. Uh, maybe we take it and we get it, and that's 10-3, one-score game. Um, so I think really offensively is where I think that maybe some of those mishaps that we had, um, if we complete those and we finish some of those, it's a, it's a little bit different game. And still 10 nothing with with a whole half to go. We're, we're not we're not out of this game. It's still a long long way to play here, but we do have to stop the run game from from Kissimmee Osceola. Well, we trail in the turnover aspect two to one, and and that's another thing we've got to create a turnover here a, a team that runs the ball as much as they do the opportunity is going to be there now the one thing we've only seen is one pass out of Kissimmee they're kind of lulling us to sleep the opportunity is going to show itself the question is are we disciplined enough to stay where we're supposed to stay and and come up with the big play so right now defensively for us it's to stop that counter the counter has been our that's, achilles heel that's, what, that's what's really been the, the the problem is that delayed and and we'll see if we can we can get that hopefully you know you get a chance to draw it up at halftime in some dry environment really coach it up um and uh, and see if we can come back here in the second half and stop it and hopefully offense gets clicking and we see a different performance here from the hurricanes so here we go get ready for the second half of play axel lafro will tee it up the canes will be going left to right on the dial it's the Basil's Chicken and Ribs kickoff. Axel approaches the ball, puts his left foot into it, bangs it high and deep, and this will carry into the end zone in a touchback. I mean, wet ball there crushes that, that kick. And, again, that goes back to me. I'm, I'm trying that 43-yard field goal. That right there is his 36th kickoff, 24 touchbacks on the year. Huge advantage for us to have a kicker like that. And as also still comes on the field, we'll see what our defense can do here. As the so, rain keeps coming. How the rain is just at halftime, it was really coming down here hard. So we'll see how much of an effect it has on the field as far as slip-wise. 
Devon Wells, the quarterback for the Osceola Cowboys, will take controls. He'll go under center. Dudley directly behind him. They'll bring McGee in motion. McGee will get the handoff off the right side, sidesteps one or two guys, fights forward for about a three-yard pickup. Pretty good job by the defense that time. Yeah, not bad there. And, and again, I think most of their explosive plays running the ball has come from that counter. Um, and that's a good job of stringing it and, and safety, Tree Callen coming through and uh, cleaning up the tackle there for only a gain of you know two or three yards. Second down and seven. Cowboys on their own 23-yard line. They will come with the sweep to the left. This time it is Went who carries it. He's going to be drugged down by Justin Porter. Maybe a gain of a yard. Good pursuit on the backside by Justin Porter. Yeah, setting the edge on the perimeter, making him, making that running back keep stringing it out to the sideline, allows Porter, allows the linebackers to go inside out and hopefully make that play. So a third down and long situation. Kane's defense. Four men up front to walk up a fifth. Trying to stop this run here. They'll go inside to Dudley. He's got running room across. He's going to have enough for the first down. And this time they catch the Canes looking for the going to the corners. And that time uh, they just popped it interior and picked up enough for the first down. Yeah, it looked like we had somebody there. I don't, I don't know exactly who it was, but just an arm tackle. Dudley's a big running back. He's not going to go down with an arm tackle. And, you know, we got to get our bodies, got to get our shoulders into the tackle to actually get him down. Yeah, Roshan Dudley, not a small kid. He's a sophomore, 5'8", 215. And a huge 215. Reminds me of our Kyrie Jones, who unfortunately is out. Kind of looks like me. I'm not 215. This time they'll run it off the left side. It's Swint again, and he just is patient behind his blockers up front and turns what looked to be nothing of a small gain into a pickup of seven. Real patient run there by Swint. And He's their big guy on the night tonight. That's 132 yards from him. And, um, yeah, just real patient there to get to the edge. And we had guys there just couldn't penetrate the line of scrimmage to actually stop his his momentum. The ground game is the game for the Cowboys, and they continue to chew up yards. But uh, they cross their own 35 out to the 37. Second down, Wells. Marking out the signals, takes the snap. We'll hand off to Dudley up the middle, and it's going to be the initial contact is by Justin Porter. Porter was helped by Nathan Hyman and Ryan Ives to bring him down. Yeah, a little trap player, maybe a little lead play there, and uh, you know, trying to catch us maybe off guard going up to behind the center now. Looks like maybe new court. No, little to nothing on that carry, so it's going to be third down and three. See if they don't come back and run the counter again. That's been their most success. Dudley directly behind. They will hand again to Swint, trying to get to the outside. Hurricanes get behind the line of scrimmage, and this time they stop him. Justin Porter on the stop. Great job. Great penetration there first by Hyman. Um, I don't know if Jordan Alexis also, yeah. Absolutely. Alexis and then Porter to clean it up. Huge third down there, stopped by the defense, making uh, Kissimmee Osceola come out here and punt, hopefully. Um, and, and we'll see if the offense can get the ball rolling here in the second half. Big stop. And, Gene, we still got a good wind blowing out there, don't we? 
Gene Daenerys, he's over there trying to get dialed in. I can't really see the flags because of the yeah, A little bit of a moving. glare on our window here, but uh, Richard's on to do the punting from his own 23. Mm. Gets a low liner off that Iron Jackson will let hit. He'll scoop it up the 21. He spins out of one, still spins out another, losing ground, though, while he's trying to do it, and... Picks it up at the 21, ends up down at the 16-yard line, so loses six. And I know he loses six there, but if he doesn't field that ball, that ball rolls who knows it's where it's rolling. It could be rolling inside the 10 to the 5-yard line. Absolutely. So although he loses six, he at least maybe even gains us maybe 10, 15 yards. A lot of that was the momentum of the football actually kind of took him back that direction as picked it up and unfortunately just couldn't get past the first guy. So the Canes will take over on their own 16-yard line, 8-15 to go in the third quarter, 10-0 Osceola. Chase Brzezowski will start with Jamil Williams off to his right and Tyson Phelps off to his left. He'll have two receivers right and one to the left, and Jaden Corbett out to his left. Chase parks out. Now he looks back to the sidelines for Coach Green and the signal. Now he'll give the call to his offensive line in his backs. Takes a snap. He'll hand off to Phelps through the middle. Phelps got running room across the 35 to the 40, to the 45. Getting across midfield inside Cowboy territory and taken out at the 43-yard line of the Cowboys. 48-yard pickup. Great play there. And, and, and what, what that was, two backs there. Uh, it looked like Jaleel was like his lead back, or they're almost like a fullback back in the old days, and got got his hat on the on the uh, linebacker and allowed Phelps to make the move and go. Great job there. First real big interior run. I mean, maybe even all, all year. season. I'm yeah, I agree with you, and that's a, a big first down for the Hurricanes inside Cowboy territory. Oh, sorry about that. You had to shut up while you are eating that ice cream over right. there. That's okay, thanks. First down and 10. Brzezowski now looks back again to Coach Green. He's going to signal. He's going to walk up, mark out this call to the offensive line. He takes a snap. He will hand off. No, he fakes a handoff and loses it. Fumble. Ball came loose, still fighting for it, and it's Osceola with it going the other way. They blew it down, but it's not before the ball was scooped up by the Cowboys, I believe, but let's see what they do with this. I'm not real sure. When he was on the ground, he may have had it back into yeah. his hands. Nope, it's Cowboy football. I thought it was a misread, to be honest, by Chase. I think he probably should have should have handed off there. And, and I know the ball, I know it's raining here, and, and it's and it's obviously going to be a wet ball, but they're not covering our, safe, our, our, our um, slot receivers. Uh, corners have an open look. Uh, their shoulders are perpendicular to the line of scrimmage. I think we could probably do some quick passes there to the uh, interior slot receivers, but defense got to come out now and make a big stop. So we rip off a big play there, and Berzowski fumbles, and, and we got to stop Cowboys turnovers. cover. Yeah, they recover. They start at their own 47-yard line, first and 10. Going right to left, 7.49 to go in the third quarter. 10-0 Cowboys. Out of the gun, they will hand off to Swint. He finds some running room off the left guard and picks up three. He'll get the ball right to midfield. Yeah, Swint's got 135 yards and 11 carries. And, um, you know, that's their that's their big guy to go to. And we got we to gotta stop him from running the ball. And, and we did that first series there. And we'll see what we can do the rest of the way here. We got to hold on to that 10. Second down and seven. Osceola on the move. 
Javon Wells takes a snap. He will hand off on the counter to McGee. McGee with a slip. He had some running room and a flag. I think it's going to be a hold on the Cowboys there. And I would certainly uh, take that. I don't know why we moved the down marker. Leave the down marker where it is. We had a penalty there. And they bring it back. He's the one that slipped down before. Yeah. He had running room. He did. And then one thing that I'm seeing, so, you know, Porter has made some plays tonight. But when you're playing a team like this, when penetration is key, as linebackers, when you're scraping and moving with that running back, you don't want to take on a blocker. Porter seems to me sometimes he wants to take on the blocker instead of taking half the man and getting upfield. And even if you don't make the play, you may have to make that running back stop and plant and slow down. Right. Well, we had that was the same problem we had earlier in the year. If you go Correct. back to it, and especially in the Palmetto game, we were doing that a lot. So it'll be second down and seventeen. Devon Wells, the quarterback for the Cowboys, will hand off to Dudley. Start the middle. He's got running room. He's going to sidestep when he gets by another Kane defender, slips and falls, and that's just kind of uh, inexcusable as a. Jam- Jamal Jones came in. It wasn't Dudley. It was Jones on the carry and uh, plenty for the first down. Second and 17, and uh, he rips off 20. Yeah, fresh legs there, you know. Move a little bit quicker than everybody else. They move the ball down to the Hurricane 38-yard line. J-Mo Jones. First down and 10, Cowboys. Wells takes a snap. He'll do the counter again. This time it's going to be Swint. Swint on the carry. I'm sorry, McGee. Thought it was five, but it was six. I think we ought to put this counter in our offense. Yeah. McGee picks up three. Listen, when you got an offensive line that is as big as they are, I mean, this is the kind of offense you yep. design around in order to do these no things. No question. They got, I mean, as, as long as they get a body on a body and you get that crease, that's all these running backs need in an offense like this. Ryan Ives checks out on defense. Second down and seven for Osceola. Again, this time they'll hand off to McGee off the right side. He's trying to find running room. Going to be Tyreek Allen and Devin Stewart on the stop, but not before he picks up five. Big third down. turnover, you know. We need a turnover right now. Third and short. Do the Canes can dial up something on defense here. I think it's two-down territory for him regardless. On third down, they will hand it straight up the middle, and the running back bounces it outside, and I believe he is going to have enough for the first down. Jones carries it out there again, and let's see what the white hat does. He's signaling first down it is, and the drive continues, and we're under the five-minute mark in the third quarter. We have a water break on the field. Osceola leads 10-0, 4.52 to go, third quarter. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. 
Are you looking to get a great price on a new Buick, GMC, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used car you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that is second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. And I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over a half century ago, we have been proud to be part of this community. So for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC, where we treat you like family. AM 930, The Answer. We're back here at Joe Canan Field at Hawkins Stadium. 4.52 to go in the third quarter. 10-0 Osceola leads, and they are on the move as they are at the Manatee 27-yard line. First down and 10. We come out of the water break timeout. We had a good chance to get back in this ball game, and we fumbled. You know, that was our opportunity, really. Yeah, that was definitely one of them. Plenty of game to go, and they just need to make a stop. First down and 10. That was movement snap. before the snap. They got the uh, back. Jimbo Jones. Yep. Jones was got a little early start there. He was going to block, and now we got a flag late, and that's going to be a personal foul. It is. Looks like it's on them. Yep. Yep, I think so, too. It's right at their feet. We'll take 25. Absolutely. You know, our defense has been bend but don't break, it seems, in the first half. So, other than one big play. But uh, that wasn't from the red zone, so this would be a good time to stiffen up. Yeah, it's nice to see you finally figured out how to operate that uh, umbrella you were struggling with over there. Between the umbrella and the battery <laughs> dilemma with the microphone, it's, it's been a, it's been a battle. <laughs> I'm proud of you, though. I, but you I, overcame. I did. Conquer. There was adversity. I fought through it. I overcame. That a baby. <laughs> yeah, 25 yard penalty here. We'll take it. Well, that's huge. Move them all the way back to their to the uh, 48 of the Hurricanes. First down and uh, a long ways. My guess is they're going to stick to their game plan. Continue to run the ball. It doesn't matter if it's first and 30. <laughs> nah, I don't think it matters at all. I mean, that they've ripped off a couple, 20, 25 yards, plus one longer than that earlier in the game, but clearly will not get out of their game plan. First down and 30. Be the handoff coming on the counter to the left, and that'll be Swint. Swint picks up nine, so we'll go to second and 21, but I don't know what we're pointing at because we have a referee all the way back here. Could be a chop block. Oh, yeah, back him up on a chop block all day. Yeah, can't do, can't go low when you're outside the box there, and that's a rule they put in there in high school. Again, player safety, you know. It's a, uh, it's a play you can do in Texas. That is true. You can <laughs> really. Yeah. yeah, Texas has not outlawed it. Um, Which is amazing to me. With all the safety you try to do, it amazes me that's not taken out. Yeah. So they were started this drive, or they started the drive, moved it all the way down to the Hurricane 28-yard line, and now they find themselves, and they being the Cowboys, find themselves on their own 37-yard line. They're back. They're back about 13 yards from where they started the drive originally. Around the first field. down. You know that's what that's happened. The only thing this is helping with is for them is the clock. Right. 4:15 to go, third quarter. Canes trail 10-0, and on first down and forever, they will hand off to McGee. McGee gets away from one guy, gets away from the second guy before finally being stacked up. The ball came loose. Manatee saying they got it. 
It is a fight for it. Let's see what we have. The referees tried to unsort it, and Manatee has come out of there with the football. It's hurricane football on the turnover. Huge, huge turnover. It is. I mean, it's, uh, realistically, you go back to the to the uh, series we're, that we've got the fumble. We're, That's yes. a gain of seven. <laughs> yes. We're right back where we were about four minutes ago. I come right out and throw the football. That, that one Agreed. play, you know, that they had, what's the name, wide open down there. Agree with you. I come out and go right for the juggler right here, see if right. we can get something, sneak past them. Let's Again, see. I think that the slot receivers are wide open, at least they have been. How much Steve Spurrier is really in, Jacquez Green? Let's find out. <laughs> well, funny gun. <clears throat> First down at 10, Hurricanes in Osceola territory at the 38-yard line. Brzezowski will fake the handoff. They drop the football and give oh, it right my back. Goodness. You have got to be kidding me. Third turnover tonight for us, and, yes, and second a, fumble there. You that's know, the difference in the ball game. The turnovers, hundred percent, hundred percent, and we really haven't seen it the past two or three games. Really, turnover like this, and, and I don't know if it's if it's Jace, you know, just miscommunication between the handoff. Is it the wet ball? Who knows? That was just but, a sloppy handoff. It looked like to me. Yeah. Well, only they will know whether that ball was intended to go to the running back or not, because. There clearly was a miscommunication on it, so we're not sure what was supposed to happen. You know what? The Hurricanes' defense, they're, they're fired up. Let's yeah, see if they like can hold them to, right where they're yeah, at. Ready to answer the bell here. Let's see what we do. So after the turnover, Kissimmee Osceola will take over on their own 41. They will hand off, and running room it is, and that's going to be Swint. Plenty of running room off that right side, and Pickup of 16, and just like that, they're in Manatee Hurricane territory. We've really shut our offense down tonight, but we've shut our own self down with these turnovers, Absolutely. really. But they have shut us down for a team that's been so explosive in the last three or four weeks. To that's something we talked about with Coach here in the podcast that you know they've got four or five shutouts on defense, and they've really they've given up 38 points, 37 points over the whole season. So far, this is the. Biggest test Osceola's had all year. First down and 10. He will fake the handoff. Wells will keep it himself, and he will lose yards. This time, Manatee got in the backfield. It's going to be Porter and Hyman in there. Lose a yard on the play. Set up second down and 11 at the Manatee 42-yard line. You got to be careful too that you don't keep focused on trying to cause fumbles and and then make this tackle. Yeah, you want to make sure you wrap up. Absolutely That's right. right. That turn into touchdowns. Three fifteen to go. Third quarter. Ten nothing. Kissimmee. Devon Wells under center. Will take and hand off to the fullback Dudley going straight ahead, and Manatee wraps him up again. Ryan Ives and Nathan Hyman on the stop. He didn't pick up much that time, did he? No, he got back to the original line of scrimmage, so it's going to be a third down and ten. And, and I know we've only seen one pass, but, again, this to me triggers right here, third and ten, kind of rainy still. This triggers to me get ready for a pass. Well, I can tell I you just, right now, if I'm yelling. myself when you said that. Here's the thing. If I'm on defense. You know the quarterback's giving it because he is hurting. Look at that, he's limping. He's got a cramp, and he's, oh, he's trying to fight out of right. it. He cannot get rid of it. 
Third down and 10. Wells under center. Takes a snap. He'll run the counter again. He's going to sidestep one. A good shoestring tackle right there. That is going to be Jordan Alexis on the big stop. A loss of three. We got a penalty. That's going to be an illegal formation, illegal shift on the Cowboys. They'll decline now when it's set up fourth down. Great job by the defense there. Coming over, you get you get the you get the turnover on downs there and the fumble recovery. Offense next play fumbles it. Defense came out ready to go and, and had some energy there. Great job by the defense to, to stop the Cowboys after a good first play of about a 20-yard gain there. Spencer Richards will come on for the Cowboys to do the punting duties, 150 to go. Let's run it back. I don't know why the clock is running. It should have stopped on the penalty. It makes no sense. This clock running, but people are every week. There's a high snap, and now they stop the clock. They moved, and we already lost about 20 seconds to begin with. What we need here is a, a bad snap. That would help us out tremendously. We almost had one right there. Well, I will say the last punt we almost got to. We got it. close. We really did get close, and I think that's why that right tackle there jumped because he knows his guy's down there, and it's a Jordan Alexis. Jordan Alexis, he can't keep up with him yeah. off that corner. So we'll see if we can get after it right here. On fourth down, we got Jaleel Duncan. Iron Jackson back deep standing at the, their own 15-yard line. Richards gets it. He gets the punt away and booms it down. It'll be kicks and rolls out of bounds around the 15-yard line. Let's see where they finally set it. They will put it right on the 15. So first and 10 Hurricanes set up shop at their own 15-yard line. And we'll take a – well, no, let's keep it here. We ain't got time to run out of this. We'll get all these breaks when we get done with the quarter. So, Looks like we were trying to set up a return there. Didn't really go after it. Um, and good angle kick, though, though by, by the Squirrely kick, kick. yeah. yeah. Uh, come out of there kind of different instead of one that's no directly chance. to us with an opportunity. And no chance to return. I'm telling you, the middle of the field is still there. We just haven't attacked it all night. Let's see if we don't change a few things up. Jamal Barnes is in there in the slot. Three receivers left. Brzezowski takes a snap, drops back. He's looking. He'll set up a screen underneath. It's going to be caught but immediately tackled. Tyson Phelps on it, but a you know a good idea. I like the idea, but it just did not develop. Yeah, Osceola did a good job there. Linebacker did a great job sniffing it out in the running back screen. And, and, and if he wasn't there, it was set up maybe for a pretty big game there. Pickup of one on the play, second down and nine. Two receivers left. Two backs in the backfield with Brzezowski. Jace looks over, gets the call. Barks out the signals, takes a snap, drops straight back, looks. He's going to fire deep. He's looking for Iron Jackson. He's got him there, and that's going to be a flag for pass interference. Great job. An underthrown ball that he tried to come back to, and he got hooked by the defender. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I know Kissimmee's fans are not liking that call, but as the ball was coming up short, you got to let the receiver come back and right. try to get it and make a play. And, and heads-up play by Iron to try to come back. He could have just ran and said, oh, it's a low, you know, short ball. But for him coming back, that's what caused the flag there. He was a 10. I'll tell you what, if he doesn't get hooked, I think he stays on his feet, gets back to the ball, and who knows what happens from Absolutely. there. He's got some pursuit coming. I don't think he makes it to the end zone, but he's going to get the ball down there pretty good. But it'll be 15 yards to pick up the first down here. Pass interference was the call. 
They were at the 16, man. It's 16 plus 15, or 17 is where he got it. Plus 15, put it to the 32. It's real easy math. Let's go. <laughs> math is my strong suit. We can move this a lot quicker. <laughs> English, whole nother problem, though. <laughs> First down and 10, Hurricanes, 24 seconds left, third quarter. Brzezowski drops back under pressure. He's going to flip it out deep to Jaleel Duncan, who's going to catch it but be out of bounds. Looked like the ball came out a little duckish there. I mean, look almost like it's. The one thing I, I can know. say is he has continually had issues of throwing a wet ball, and I, I would have to suggest. After this week of looking of trying to throw a football, dunk them in water, in practice, continue yeah. in practice, and, and maybe try a glove and see if that doesn't help a little bit. It may not. It may well, not the be. Glove the glove nowadays are so tacky. Right. You know, and, and they've got such good grip on it. Maybe that would help. And, again, I don't know how big his hands are, so that can create a problem too. But second down and 10, Jace will take the low snap. Looking for time. He's going to tuck it, roll. He's going to throw it out. He's got Tyson Phelps there across the 40, across midfield to the 45, still in bounds before pushed out around the 44. He got a good mark, though. Yeah, they're going to step him out actually on the 45. I thought he got to the 44, but the spot will be set on the 45, first and 10, that 45 of the Cowboys. Six seconds left in the third quarter. Manatee going to a passing attack right now. And again, if the offensive line could buy him just another half a second, we could make anything happen here. Chase takes a snap, drops back. He's got his man in the flat. He doesn't go to him. He throws Iron Jackson, and it's incomplete. And that'll be the end of the third quarter. And so at the end of three quarters of play, Kissimmee Osceola leads 10 nothing. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Home and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your Manatee neighbor for over 40 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. Coastal Orthopedics proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. With offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics, keeping you in the game. They say life is better on the water, where the only measure of time is the disappearing tide and the sound of fishermen returning from a long day's work. That's where you'll find Swordfish Grill, nestled along the quiet Gulf Coast in Florida's oldest fishing village. This is a place to relax, to unwind, and enjoy freshly caught seafood. They say life's better on the water. We couldn't agree more. Swordfish Grill and Tiki Bar, located in Cortez, Florida's oldest fishing village. News, insight, passion. AM 930, the answer. Second down and 10, Brzezowski throws an interception at the 25, return back out to the 32. 
yard line. So just as the Canes were trying to make something happen, they come up with an interception well underthrown, that ball was. Yeah, you know, we talk about it all the time with Coach Shakir about playing clean football, and we talk about it on the broadcast here. Four turnovers now for us in this game, and, and that's the difference in the ball game. There's, there's no question. One thing is for certain, he seems to have difficulty throwing a wet football. Because last week, those balls are money. on the money. And again, it was still good coverage, though. I don't even know there was the right guy to go to. First down and 10. It'll be Devin Wells will keep it himself. Not much on the play. And really, we've done a pretty good job on, on Wells. Wells is one of their leading rushers and re- and reception guys, too, um, when he, he'll come out as a receiver. We've done a really good job of balling him up so far this game. It's really been Swint who's who's done the, the most of the load for him. The defense has been good tonight. It's just the offenses. Yeah. We have no points, but we've held them. Second down and nine. Osceola on their own 33-yard line. Wells under center will take the snap. He'll give off to McGee off the left. Cuts back to the center. Finds running room and gets it across for the first down. Needed nine. Picked up 12. Just over pursuit right there again by, by Hyman. It'll be a first down and 10. Osceola on their own 47-yard line. 10.45 to go in this ballgame. Osceola leads 10-0, and we've got a timeout on the field as Osceola will take a timeout. We'll take a quick timeout here from our sponsors. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick, GMC. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at ConstantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop. Costantino Body Shop. AM 930, The Answer. Online at am930theanswer.com. We're back here at Joe Canamfield at Hawkins Stadium. 10.40 to go in our ball game. Kissimmee Osceola leads 10-0 after the ball. First and 10 at their own 47-yard line. Got a little scoring update over there. Somebody just showed me IMG getting thumped. Yeah, 35-7 by St. Francis, and St. Francis came down and, and beat is pretty, hand, you know, yeah. pretty handily, and, and they're obviously for real. They were the number three ranked team in the country, and for good reason, it appears. Yep. So first and ten, Devin Wells and the Kissimmee Osceola Cowboys. Take over. They will hand off to Swint straight up the middle. He's met immediately by Nathan Hyman, and they will blow him dead after about a half a yard. He'll end up calling it a one-yard gain. But, boy, he got stuck right there at the line. Good job by Nathan Hyman. Yeah, good job there by Hyman. And then, and then holding him there as, as he's trying to run his feet. Both guys running running their feet together there, and, and great job by Hyman to really hold him there for, for very little gain. Second down. Cowboys. 
driving to try and put a statement in and nail in the coffin here. They'll hand off straight up the middle. This time he's hit by Hyman and Justin Porter, and Porter finishes him off. Gain of two. Let me give him three. Let's go third down at five here. Very generous three. Third and five. The ball across midfield into Hurricane territory at the 48. This time, Wells would go out of the gun. They've yet to throw the football. Well, they threw ones, but that didn't count. And we've got movement. I think Manatee's going to call a timeout beforehand, and they do. Uh, that's what you want back. Hurricanes take a timeout, and uh, we will take a timeout. You listen to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick GMC. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and is ready to champion solutions for your employees' leasing needs. Everything from big business to small business, Howard Leasing covers it all. From payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. This is Manatee Hurricanes football on AM 930, The Answer. Tampa Bay jaw, jaw and Facial Surgery of Bradenton is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. Tampa Bay Jaw and Facial Surgery of Bradenton provides dental implants and wisdom teeth removal with an experienced and certified staff. Contact Stephanie Zastro of Tampa Bay Jaw and Facial Surgery at 941-747-5597. So at 9 t- 916 to go in this ball game. Canes trail 10-0. Osceola will be looking at a third down and five at the Manatee 48-yard line. Wells takes a snap. He'll hand off to McGee, trying to find running room. McGee getting close to the first down. He think he's got enough, and he does. And a late flag. Looks like may have been holding back here at the back end by number 85, John Wolf. We got, we got a player down. Oh, they're calling it on us. Jordan. No, that's Alexis down, and that's not good. No, he's been he's been pretty darn good for us past several games. Let's see where this flag is. And the question is, is it dead ball or is it live, and who's it against? Looks like they're pouring it against us, and I, but I just don't know what it was. I thought it might have been a face mask at the very end of the play. Well, that's not good. That's really going to move the ball down. Depending on whether they go 5 or 15, but... <clears throat> Big discussion going on out there. Well, it's going to be a 15. It's a personal oh, foul face mask. Well, that's going to move the ball down inside the 30-yard line. Set it on the Hurricane 27. So now things are going to get really, really difficult here. That injury, and, and, that injury doesn't look good either over there. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you can put weight on it. And the biggest thing, too, is, is obviously with them in the running game, you know, this is going to eat the clock and eat the clock, and the more they have the ball, the less time we have. Cowboys will be at the Manatee 27-yard line, first down and 10. Nine minutes to go. Wells will hand off to Swint. Swint's got some running room off the left side. Gets away from one tackle. Gets away from a second before finally stopped by Michael Oliver. And pick up a 14 and another first down. This will move the ball down to the 14-yard line. 
First down and 10 at the Hurricane 14. Need a turnover. Yeah, touchdown is a huge obstacle to overcome here. And it's a bobbled snap, and he's finally going to be wrapped up and loss of big yardage. That ball almost popped out. It It floated up in the air for a second and that was very very nearly the turnover Chad needed. Yeah. But I I agree with you Chad. I think at this point 8-17 left. Down two scores. You're going to have to start going for the ball. Loss of it's like nine. Put the ball back on the 23 yard line. Devin Wells and his cowboy offense trying to get deep. He's going to drop back from throw. He's looking. He's looking. He's under pressure. Sidesteps one still rolling. He's got some running room ahead of him. He's down to the 20, to the 15, to the 14. Missed him. We missed him completely. Completely missed him. It's Tyreek Allen really kind of came shooting at the ball. and Right. That's exactly what happened. Still short of the first down, though, it looks like. You know, it, it turned into backyard football there, scrambling around, but is anyone else as impressed as I am that they haven't thrown the ball since the first quarter and we had everybody covered like a blanket? Uh, I agree with you there. Ball inside the 10 that's down to the 9-yard line. 7.39, only plus side of that play is the clock stop. We had him in a hole that I thought we were going to throw him for a big loss. Big third down play here. He will hand off inside to Dudley. He's going to be stopped, not get even close to the first down, and it will set up a field goal situation here. An attempt that anything can happen here. Keep setting the ball, ball game. Still and a snap here. Yeah. You know, bad snap, maybe over the head. Maybe we block it here, scoop and score it. Still a two-score opportunity with seven minutes to go. Positive vibes here. I like it. Put a little voodoo on him. Spencer Richards on to attempt a 26-yard field goal. Be off almost dead center of the field here. Here's a snap. The hold, the kick is up, and the kick is, I don't know, barely inside the right side. It looked like it was be pushed have- right. Barely inside there, so that will extend the lead to why is the clock still running? Hey, how about stop the clock? Every week we got a problem with this clock. I don't understand what these guys do. I, I just you got one job and one responsibility. It's like a kicker. Your job's to make the kicks, your job's to stop and start a clock. It's not that hard. You know, I know it's thirteen Push nothing. a button. I know it's thirteen nothing, but in, in in reality we're gonna have we're gonna have to score two touchdowns, two touchdowns. in the game. Even if it was ten nothing, you know, you're gonna have right. to score two or, or at least a touchdown. That's a huge score. win for the defense. Absolutely. Yeah. Every week so, we see this though. Every week we have this clock issue. Yeah, yeah I don't understand. Um, I don't know if it's our clock. Maybe it's sticky. No, Maybe it's shake it ain't stick. our clock. <laughs> uh, if he just put down the spoon out of that milkshake, you might be able to. That's, push right, the, that's the problem right there. <laughs> that or he's why he's he's stop texting people and watch the game. That's what he's doing. So the Hurricanes trail 13-0, 6-31 to go in our ball game. Hey, all we need is a little bit of manatee magic here. Let's see if we can get a little something going. Just get on the board first. Can't win with zero points, so let's see if we can burst the bubble. 
Haven't seen anybody win with zero before. Good return here. Maybe give the offense some momentum. Well, if this kid gets a hold of it, we won't have an opportunity. He'll hit one in the end zone, and the other one will be short by 10 yards. And this one will be short. we got a return opportunity. B.I. Roan Jackson from the four. Across the 10 to the 15, straight up the oh. middle to the 20. Across the 30 to the 35 to the 41-yard line, and a good, good return straight up the middle. So far every week, I can say we have dialed up the wedge, and our return game has been excellent. It has yeah. been. We're going to break one yet, too, when we need it. When we really, really, really need it, you know, in the Venice game, for example. And that'll be next Friday night down at Venice for the district championship. Last time we checked, the Indians were leading Coco. Yeah, 27-17, last score I saw. Rather surprising to me. First down at 10. Yeah, knowing Venice, they probably imported some players for the game. to Phelps straight up the middle. Phelps still fighting forward for yards. He's going to get seven. Tempo from our offense here. Clock running, and the Canes hurry up and get to the line of scrimmage. Come on, Corbett. They're set quickly. Chase takes a snap. He'll hand off again to Phelps. He's got running room across midfield, across the 40, down inside the 40 to the 38-yard line. Big game. Another first down to pick up a 22. That run right there is Tyson Phelps just shy of his longest of the year. He's at 25 as his long of the year. So first down and 10, Hurricanes in Cowboy territory. It'll be another handoff, and this time Tyson slips and falls. And herein lies one of the dilemmas that we have. We've got uh, Tyson Phelps, who runs the ball. He's been running well, but when you don't have Napoleon Harris at 100%, Jamil Williams is your only really secondary option. You know, the explosive runner. Right. Empty backfield this time as Jace takes a snap. He's going to keep it himself on a quarterback keeper right up the middle and I probably should have kept his feet a little longer. Might have got a few more yards. He definitely should have. Right now we're spreading him out. It's leaving the middle wide open. So the question is going to be will the middle linebacker stay where he's supposed to or not? Will it be open one more time on third down? Chase will try it again. This time he's caught. That time that's the fault of the offensive line. He don't pick up the block in the center. Yep. Yeah, no question. One-on-one block there and we didn't pick it up, and now it leaves us for the fourth and long here, and, and you got to go for it if, with four minutes left, and we've only got a couple timeouts left, and so we got to go for it here, big play. Fourth down and nine. 4.20 to go in the ballgame. Jays takes a snap, drops back. He looks, he looks. He's under pressure, and he's going to go down on a sack, and... That might go down for the ball game. We got a oh, lot got a little of trouble over here. Yeah. Over here, Iron, get off stop. the field. Stop. Stop. Uh, that's that's going to be a problem. Stop. He's going to end up ejected, and there goes another fly. That's oh, two. Yeah. He's long gone. He's gone, and he's going to miss next week. He's miss Venice. Being, and unfortunately, that's 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 your your emotions. Know how to control yourself for crying out loud. I mean, and, and that's un- just it's uncalled for. Yes, inexcusable. You cannot be a junior on this team and continue to make mistakes because you get let your fuse light and, and blow up. 
every week it is something. And to me, it's just a level of maturity that we just haven't got to yet. Yeah. We watch things happen to us against Lakeland. Now, because for the first time in four weeks, we're behind the eight ball, and it emerges again. Yep. we got to learn how to play when we're down and how to control ourselves and how to play when we're up. It's real easy when you're, when, when you're winning. Here we go. It's going to be unsportsmanlike against both teams. Then we got a second one. And that was an ejection. He pointed the wrong way. but He did. It's on us. Right now, Coach Shakir is trying to plead the case to keep him in the ball game, but that's not going to happen. No, I don't think that's going to happen. No. He's also trying to plead the case. There was uh, an issue of putting your hands on an official, and that's a problem. Well, they're going to try and sort all this out. Kissimmee's trying to figure out the ejections against there, and it's not against them. It's against our guy. And yeah. yeah he, he, fortunately, it's going to be Iron Jackson, which is not a good thing. And it's not a good thing for us because. Looks like they're having a pretty big argument over here. We can't afford to lose him in the end. Oh, we definitely can't afford to lose them next week against, you know, that is essentially the district championship. championship. I mean, at the end of the day, again, you're one of our best players, and and you just can't, it can't, you cannot allow your emotions to get the best of you and do that. It takes. We need him defensively as well as offensively. Yeah, I mean, especially going next week, you know, they got a great receiver in Malachi Weidman, and hopefully you take Iron, who's a very good DB, and you match him man-to-man on him and, and try to shut the passing game down to, to Malachi, and, and now that's that's out the window. If he's ejected, he's automatically from next week, too? Yes, sir. Yep, because it's in the second half. If it happened the first half, he'd be back the second half of next game, I believe. But because it happened the second half, I think he's done for the whole game next week. So he will be gone. We'll just call out things are right now. Iron Jackson has been uh, ejected from the game. Those penalties will move the football following the sack, move it all the way into Manatee territory. It'll be Kissimmee Osceola Cowboys with the ball at the Manatee 45, 4-11 to go in a football game. And, Hey, listen, you got to keep your heads together. Cooler heads got to prevail here, and we can't afford to watch anybody else get caught up into something. And be honest with you, once he was on the ground, because he get, did get taken down, the, the flag was thrown against them to start with, and then he just lost didn't it. let it go. Yeah, he lost it. I'll get, this, I'll get the first one on him, but the second one is 100% on him because he went back after him for no, no apparent reason. What? It's over with. Move on. First down and 10. Kissimmee 4-11 to go in the game. Osceola leads 13 to nothing. We'll hand off to Dudley straight up the middle. He's going to bounce to the outside and try to find a little running room. I'll take that back. A correction. It was not Dudley. It was Jam- uh, Jamo Jones. Jones looks identical to Dudley size-wise back there, but bit more agile. So a pickup of six on the play is set up a second down and four. 
Been a rough night for the Hurricanes offense. Too many turnovers. Never really threatened to put the ball in the end zone. Second down. Wells, the quarterback, will take it and hand off to McGee. Coming off the right side, McGee following his blocker. Very patient run and huge pickup, a pickup of 10. And they are got to be somewhere close to eclipsing the uh, 350-yard mark on the ground. Yeah. They've just jammed it down our throat all night long. Yep, they're about probably 280, almost 300 right now. But you got, I mean, you expect them to get those kind of yards doing this. And, I, I mean, ultimately, they've only given up 13 points. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the four turnovers on offense and, and, and the penalties. Well, the one turnover forced you in a bad hole to begin with. You gave up three. A good yep. job defense even standing up to that. Outside the initial drive, they really haven't put anything long together. This time they'll go straight up the middle. And let me tell you something. To me... And I know we, we talk about, and this is one of my big pet peeves in all levels of, of football. You watch him run that football. He lowered the crown of his helmet. No question. To go in. And I then, say it yeah, all the time. Defensive player does the same thing. It's a penalty. I, I completely disagree with that. If you're going to yeah. lower your head, pay the price if it comes the other way. So, Yeah, yeah offensive players continuously lower their, lower their head and hit right. the crown of their helmet, and they're never called. Second down and five at the Manatee 25-yard line. Play clock down there was off, so he didn't know what was going on. This time it'll be swift and somehow keeps his balance, bites through two tackles. Had two guys try to trip him up, and uh, he keeps his feet, picks up 13, and another first down, moves the ball down to the Hurricane 12-yard line. Yeah, it's Porter there who, who read it and uh, had the initial contact and just did not get enough of his of his shoelace to, to bring him down. And I don't think our tackling has been as good tonight either as it has been in the past. First down and 10. Cowboys driving towards the Hurricane goal line. 1.30 to go in this football game. And Really and truly, I mean, they could take a knee if they want. I know we're not going to burn the timeouts because there's no way we're scoring that much. So they will take and Devon Wells will keep it himself. Sidestep one guy, pick up a yard. And I probably they got two more plays to really run before this game is over and done with. Coach will look things over. Head coach Doug Nichols for the Cowboys will win his 115th game of his career tonight, making the long trek across I-4 here to Manatee for the first time ever. Um, they're not setting up in victory formation. They're going to run a play. We got less than so we got down to five seconds on the play clock. Wells will. Take this snap, handoff straight up the middle, and it's going to be a stop. Under 30 seconds, that'll be the last play right there. As the coach is just going to bring him to the center of the field. That'll do it right here for us tonight. Manatee on the losing end of things this evening, 13 to nothing. We'll hear from our sponsors. Come back for the Shake Pit postgame report. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick GMC. 
As a five-time Super Lawyers Magazine top Florida attorney, longtime Hurricanes football supporter Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. With expertise in personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie calls on an innate passion for helping people and extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Offices at 701 Manatee Avenue West, Suite 104, downtown Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104, or mulocklaw.com. WLSS, Sarasota. Yeah, when they, when they file that one for touching the referee, it's going to be done. Adios. I continue to run those breaks. We got the uh, three-minute breaks to run, too. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Ferkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Ferkins Automotive Group has a great selection of new cars, featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Mitsubishi. And don't forget that Ferkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Ferkins has been family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Ferkins Automotive Group on 1st Street in Bradenton or go online to Ferkins.com. That's Ferkins.com. Ferkins Automotive Group says go Canes. They say life is better on the water, where the only measure of time is the disappearing tide and the sound of fishermen returning from a long day's work. That's where you'll find Swordfish Grill, nestled along the quiet Gulf Coast in Florida's oldest fishing village. This is a place to relax, to unwind, and enjoy freshly caught seafood. They say life's better on the water. We couldn't agree more. Swordfish Grill and Tiki Bar, located in Cortez, Florida's oldest fishing village. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. The Constitution and the rule of law are under attack. Radical socialism, illegal immigration, racial divides, abortion, all threatening the bedrock of our nation as the far left wages war against America's soul. Join Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, and Dennis Prager for intelligent answers to these assaults on our nation. Don't miss the War for America's Soul tour with Hugh Hewitt. You know, if they were focused on the skyrocketing costs of prescription drugs, I think the American people might try their presidential candidate. Mike Gallagher. Bombshell! Russia collusion! Bombshell! He's a racist! Bombshell! Here comes a reception! Bombshell! Ukraine! And he just keeps chugging along. And Dennis Prager. Was this senior U.N. environmental official a liar? I don't think so. I think he was a hysteric. Thursday, November 7th, at the Palladium in St. Pete. The War for America's Soul Tour. VIP opportunities available. Get your tickets today. TheAnswerSarasota.com Sponsored by Autoglass America. WLSS Sarasota. 
We're back here at Joe Canale Field at Hawkins Stadium with Shake Pit postgame report. The Hurricanes go down in defeat tonight, 13-0 to Kissimmee Osceola Cowboys. And, uh, Kevin, you're down there on the field. Uh, things at the end got a little messy. But outside of that, this is one of these games that, you know, you got to put things behind you. We may very well be minus a leader. So... It's very possible, but you know what? Next week is the district championship. If you win, you're in, and you control your own destiny, and that's what every team, your goal is always to control your own destiny, and we do. So you have to put the baggage behind you, and you're going to have to, you know, God put eyes in the front of your head, not the back of your head. You're going to have to look forward from this point. Iron is not going to be with us next week. He may not be with us in games beyond that point, uh, but... It's just it is what it is. The team is just going to have to pick it up and move forward. And we're still a good ball team. We have good players on this team. So if we focus, young players, but if we focus, we have an opportunity to go to Venice. I think we can play with them. And uh, we go down there, win the game. We're in the we're in the playoffs. So that's that. And we're district champions. Well, it's one game at a time, one week at a time. And I'll be honest with you, 13 nothing. The only surprising part of the game is I'm not surprised that we lost. I thought we could have gone either way in this football game. Hey, it's more or less that we got shut out. Oh, and, and oh, offensively, there's just no question. You know, we, we, we've been playing really good football offensively the past three or four weeks. And to come out with, with a goose egg one, but only, but not only that, just the fumbles and the mishaps. Um, that's that to me is we just really surprisingly how how bad we played on offense. But you know what? Like Kevin said, you look at it, you learn from it, and next week we control our own destiny with with whoever we got. It doesn't matter. We're gonna line up with Venice and try to be district champs. I agree with you, and that's all we can do. And we'll wait and see how things go. Remember, we'll have a podcast available to you. Thursday, about noontime, it'll be posted up, so you'll have the podcast on Thursday. Listen to Coach Shakir in that podcast hosted by Chad Choate, so you'll be able to hear his comments on tonight's game and in preparation for the Venice game on Friday night. So for everybody involved in tonight's broadcast, James Lawson back pushing the buttons, Eddie Mulock, Chad Choate, Kevin Van Ossen, Rich, and Gene Brown. This is Danny Carter saying so long, everyone.